due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. everyone welcome to episode 91 of the idol matinee podcast this is the perfect episode to listen to if you've never heard this before so if you're a new listener start here but if you're a continuing listener thank you for coming back let's just get the intros done and let's get straight on with the show my name is ben bonsoir je m'appelle gregoire come on tapal too hello it's me johnny ribina chris Let's just start this week with what's everyone been doing this week. I did uh, try and watch Tomorrow War after your recommendation last week, and it actually froze uh, 15 minutes in. So I don't know if that's anything to do with the film. Mm. Did you not they watch the rest want of it? Haven't yet? Yeah, you fight the monsters. Yeah. They're going to take you to yeah. Oh. Gonna, that means you're going to die soon. I better not watch you're it. Not, then. You're not alive in the future when they. I better not watch it then, otherwise I might yeah. not go. That means you're going to be dead soon. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, so you didn't bother watching, you didn't... So I mean, yeah, it, I'll it have to try again. You had an internet problem, you mean, and then you just didn't... No, no, it was on... Um, it's around Maxine's house, on the Prime thing. Everything else worked. It it's, just a, got... it's a six... It's a six, uh, six point... Whatever IMDB gave it, I'd say, is, is about right. It was a six mm, point... Mm, six. It's a three mm. star. It's a three star film. Three, three out of five. <laughs> I, I'd give it an extra... Po- I, I'd, give, I'd give an I, extra decimal point for the for the CGI and the monsters and then take away a decimal point. Mm. F- take away a decimal point for the, the ship one-liners the the crap jokes guy the best friend yeah. I, will, I will give it another go in the future uh, yeah yeah I mean that's, no, one's, no one's making you Johnny yeah, it's a bit late now because we talked about it a yeah, week yeah. ago but you know I just thought it was like, ironic sorry Chris yeah how 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 brittle are you feeling at the moment uh, do you feel like you could you could take a joke at the moment Johnny <laughs> well um, <laughs> is it about his appearance no, no, no. I was just going to make a joke. I've had it in the locker and I've went, oh, there's, there, if only the, ever this comes up. But, you know, after the sensitive start we've had, yeah. I don't want to make this. It not land and people say I'm cyberbullying or something. <laughs> oh, I, I hope you do land in an awkward manner. I hope you really hurt yourself. Okay. When people I was going to say, I could... Sorry, just when people cyberbully, normally, do they do it? Is it normally just like straight up face to face find me? Or is it normally just online? Like, it can be online. Yeah. Uh, t- yeah, I mean, it's technically online, but usually it's like words, isn't it? I don't think they normally no, do tell, it. If Telly Ed Chris words. wants to have a pop, let him yeah. have a pop. <laughs> no, no, it. It, this could have gone to anybody, but I was oh, just going to say, you can tell your internet can't be too good at yours because it doesn't look like much fiber goes there. <laughs> Doesn't work. No. Okay. Okay. And that's getting it out really Again, easily. Is that by his appearance? Are you saying he doesn't get too much fiber in his diet? Uh, is that was that is something along them lines? Yeah. I think that's what he's. <laughs> I, I'm just, but, yeah. Yeah, and it could have gone to any one of you. Right, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. connection. So. To be fair, I, yeah. So sometimes we have a slow start, but it really picks up, doesn't it, towards the middle? <laughs> so has anyone been doing anything exciting this week? Like any, I've got a good story. I'll start with mine today. Uh, so I was sitting watching a bit of Limmy playing Skyrim, and there was a knock at the door, and I was like, "Oh, what's this Amazon delivery?" Went to the door, and there was a bloody KFC there. Like, KFC, like, whole thing, Coke, everything. I think I ordered that. Danielle, have you ordered KFC? And, like, the guy must have heard me shout up the stairs. And she said, no, I haven't ordered it. And then he goes, oh, wait a minute. Oh, 
wrong house and I'm like holding this massive bag of KFC bargain bucket and I said oh it's Janine G it says on it yeah it's the, not for me it's for somebody else mate so it slipped through my fingers it came and went just like that and I almost had KFC for lunch so if you'd have just licked Janine's bucket he wouldn't have been able to take it round to her would he Covid <laughs> lick her bucket Covid's gone now mate I thought it's free over. KFC but then obviously it wouldn't work out that way, would it? You could take the bag then and eat the chicken, but then they'd go. Obviously, the Janine G wouldn't get. Quickly eat it on your front door as quick as you can. <laughs> Scoff it down it in. Like, grab oh, a bit. Well, I ordered it. You know, I always eat at the front door. Yeah. <laughs> I always get the coke, open it, start chugging yeah. it before Janine G's he gone. Gave, to, he uh, actually handed it to you, didn't? Didn't he? He just left it on the so doorstep. And he walked up. Oh, the if, park. You, if you pick it up and go, this isn't mine, but it's got. A, I'm isolating. And then just shut the door. Yeah, well, yes. yeah, but the thing is, Janine, obviously you can take the fucking food, but Janine G's not going to get her yeah, food. Yeah, so they'll so have then... to deliver it to her again. Yeah, yeah, and the... she'll get it free because it's late. Yeah. How many then... houses, well, Have you done that yeah. before, Johnny? I, I will now. That's a good point. They won't come yes. back to your house. Yes. So, yeah, it's their fuck up. So, yeah. Yeah, you should have taken it. I wonder how many houses yeah. that gets to before she gets it all lukewarm. Because <laughs> that's, that's not something you can really organise unless you deliver it to the wrong house. Can you order it to the, your house yeah. and say it's the wrong house? So we've worked no. out you should have taken the KFC. Yeah, that's once in a lifetime. I'll a free meal by them, uh, by delivery or just eat or whatever anyway, because they delivered me, they, they fucked up, the app fucked up one time. I don't know if I spoke about this you before. You should have said that to him. Yeah, and so I tried, I ordered something, it didn't seem to work, so I was like, oh, fuck's sake, so I ordered it again. I got the, the one I just ordered, and then my original order went through like half an hour later, and then they just turned up with another meal, and I was like, look, I don't want that fucking meal. Can I have my money back, please? Like, obviously, I just didn't get it. Who's that you ordered it free? Just eat. Even might have just said, no, I'm delivery, sir. Nothing to do with just eat. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, I, no what, I did it through the app. So yeah, What you've essentially done use. there is the equivalent of Augustus Gloop finding the golden ticket and saying, I didn't actually pay for this one and handing it back. I know, it's like winning the lottery and it slips through your fingers, losing the ticket. So has anyone else had anything exciting happen to them this week? <laughs> not that exciting, that exciting no. Not, yeah, not as exciting as that. I played okay. tennis yesterday. Okay. That was exciting. Well, talking of... Kind of. Okay, I'll I'll begin this week, something I want to talk about then. So I watched a cracking movie this week, uh, so the story of LeBron James, and it's called Space Jam. So uh, it's a great film, really enjoyed it. It starts with, I'll just tell you a few little bits about it that I want to point out that stuck with me and have, have hung heavy on my heart since I watched it. And it's quite a sad, it's quite emotional and quite moving. It's the first bit of the film where it shows the it shows in the titles, it shows LeBron James, like his whole career up to winning championships. I don't really know much about basketball, LeBron. I've learned a lot about him since watching this film, though. And it shows him as a kid. And he used to love basketball when he was a kid, but he liked video games as well. And he gets he got given a Game Boy when he was very young and he was on the book. Uh, what they call it when you're playing basketball? Not on the pitch. What's it called? The court. On, on the, the court. court. <laughs> right, so on the court, he sat there and he gets given a Game Boy. And of course, as Space Jam is Looney Tunes, um, he's playing Looney Tunes on the Game Boy, uh, Looney Tunes game. And he only has that Game Boy for about half an hour before the coach takes it off him and throws it in a bin outside the court. Just a quick question. Do you know, how old is LeBron James? Is he like mid-30s now? Or was he... Because I'm just thinking about what, how old he would have been. He's probably so. He was probably... He was probably a kid when Space Jam yeah, came out. Well, well, we, well, Space Jam came out in what, 95, 96? So, I think I mean, someone's we were, got that wrong. We were teenagers when it came out, so he must have been a kid. Like, yeah. So that, so he could have actually been playing like Space Jam original game or something. Well, yeah, because I think that Game Boy bit's wrong. Because mm. I've got a feeling it wouldn't be a Game Boy he'd been given. It would be a Game Boy Color or a Game Boy Advance. He is 36, <laughs> born in 1984. There you go, mid-30. Mid so, so, yeah, so he would have been... So he would have been, been about yeah. eight, or nine, eight or nine or something when Space so that Jam means came he, out. If it was five years old he'd been five years old when the Game Boy came out 
So yeah. that yeah. Game Boy was maybe a few years old, so that's why someone gave it him because yeah, yeah. everyone so it all fits in. Yeah, what are you trying to, that, that that makes total sense that he'd be playing a Game Boy. Yeah, but he gets given oh. the Game Boy. Someone just hands it. Oh, this right, kid, okay. another kid goes, "Oh, do you want the Game Boy?" and just gives it him, and he just starts playing on it. He just gets given one. Just so what out what of the age blue. is he meant to be in the film? Well, he the looks film. about eleven or twelve. Right, in okay. that bit. So yeah, that makes sense. So he's, that's about how because I was about sixteen when Space Jam came out. Yeah. So he was about eleven. So it'd be a second-hand Game Boy yeah. he'd been given. The kid didn't want, but like I say, well, not necessarily. Oh no! Yeah, it could have been brand new. Could have been. So yeah, the coach um, doesn't want him to play, which is Stringer Bell from uh, Wire. Idris Elba. No, the other guy. Not sorry, Idris Elba. Who's the other guy in the Wire? Oh, did uh, what? The, the other black guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the, uh, the main guy. Fucking what's the surname? I'm meant to be a massive Wire fan. He only plays fan. bit parts now in movies. Uh, no, not no. That's not his name. Fucking Chadwick Boseman. No. Fuck it. I was going to say thingy uh, Woodbine that's not him though there's a guy called but you know Woodbine. what I mean though, the, one, the, the guy who's in Fargo there's a guy called but it's not him I've forgotten his fucking I've forgotten the guy's name that you're talking about yeah I so, know who you mean so he yeah. takes the Game Boy off him and he goes look LeBron you need to concentrate on your basketball you cannot be playing you cannot be playing video games you need to concentrate on your basketball because there's no future for you playing these is games is Omar's coming that one uh, no, that's that's my no, Kenneth, Kenneth Williams. Kenneth, yeah. What's it, Williams? No, it's Clark Barksdale. It's, it, Kenneth Williams. It's whoever plays Barksdale, the Bark, uh, the main Barksdale guy. Barksdale's the family name. Felicia Pearson. Right. Anyway, carry no, on. Was, uh, so he throws the Game Boy in the bin, and that's basically the end of LeBron James's game in life. He doesn't really play video games after that because it flashes forward. So he's on the court. He's got kids now. And he's outside his house and he's teaching them um, basketball. But Wood his Harris. kid... Wood Harris. Oh, Wood Harris. That's okay. his name. So it's Avon Barksdale. It's very interesting world. because LeBron James' kid, he is a lot like LeBron James was when he was a child. He's into his video games and he's designing a basketball game like a two-player basketball app. Well, he says it's an app, but it's actually a game design. He wants to go to E3 Game Design Conference. Uh, but LeBron James mm. thinks he needs to concentrate on his basketball. Now, I'm not really sure why he'd want to concentrate on his basketball because LeBron James is... Have you mentioned Don Cheadle yet? He's not even in it yet. Okay, right. I'm not going to go with the whole film. So he, the okay. You think they'd be able to retire on all that sweet, sweet Bible money? Well, well yeah, he wouldn't. It's, his son doesn't need to be... I would have thought LeBron James, if his son wants to do... LeBron James has got the money now and obviously he's wanted to do basketball because he couldn't be a gamer. Surely he would, from the very initial outset, he'd let his son do what his son wanted to do. He doesn't need to push him in the same direction as he is because he's constantly wanting him to be good at basketball. It's all his kids to be good at basketball, LeBron James does. But you'd think he'd let him have a chance to do what they want to do in life. Which which basketball baller was it that got... Was it Which one was it got me to? Was it Kobe Bryant or was that Kobe? Not... Um no, Not, don't uh, talk Kill Kobe. No, 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 no. But I'm sure that one of the big ones. I thought, I thought it was LeBron James or Kobe Bryant. I thought one of them two got fucking me too. Like years ago, there's some there's some shit going around about. I don't know if it's totally uh, yeah, founded. Yeah, that or does not. ring a bell. Yeah, yeah, they're ripe for it, aren't they? Because they're young, well, no, successful I think it was guys. Kobe. I think it was Kobe. I know, I know. Obviously, he's dead now. Like. Um, don't speak of the legend. I'm, I'm not saying soul. it was even founded. I was just well, yeah. Sorry, I just came. Maybe my we head. should channel Kobe through. What happened? If I knew that he'd done actually exactly. done something wrong, then, and then I thought I'd think it. Yeah. Well, do you want to ask him? <laughs> you could ask him. Uh, was it you, LeBron James? Was it, was it you, LeBron James, who uh, me too? Someone? Yeah, it was. It was Kobe Bryant had the sexual assault, yeah. assault case in two thousand three. I don't. Think, yeah, th he probably wouldn't admit it though, because it's like asking Morrissey if he's racist. He always says yeah. no, but then he just throughout his whole career he said. Ra I was looking at Morrissey's career of racism because right. I was trying to determine whether he was racist or not. But anyway, going back to Space yeah, Jam, sorry, LeBron James. I think he's so, right wing arsehole, isn't he? I don't know. 
<laughs> I, I, I didn't think he, I, I just thought the, court, he, the court's out on that one I don't know we'll, we'll talk about yeah, that maybe yeah. in a bit but this um, so yeah the, I just this, thought you like to think about people getting run over by buses li- and stuff a little interesting bit about uh, the aftermath of Kobe, Kobe you could get run over by a bus for a plane could land on your head <laughs> if you break up with me um, yeah, the Sound aftermath like the, of the Kobe uh, Bryant from <laughs> my Ludium Pure 36 explosive space modulator. Sorry, mate. What were you trying to say? Nothing. Was, uh, so anyway, sorry, so he's teaching. Getting carried away with doing Morrissey. So well, he... what were you trying to say, Johnny? No, no, I did try and look up the aftermath of the uh, Kobe Bryant case. Oh, right. And it said, um, eight months after the initial incident, the lodge and spa at Cordelia, where the incident happens, have actually remodelled part of that room and sold the furniture. Okay, right. So it did actually happen, so it was... But again, well, it, 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 it was yeah. just a quick. Th- I just wanted to know a quick reminder of it, whether it's LeBron James or him. Oh, yeah. I, just so, thought, uh, I just thought you could maybe buy some merch from that room. Ooh. So with the uh, beginning, so the beginning of this film, he's teaching his kids basketball, sex gloves, condoms, <laughs> and all this. So he's, we're in we're in um, LeBron James's house, and his wife's there, and his kid. He's, like I just said, he doesn't want to play basketball. He's teaching him. But one thing I found quite odd is he's got this machine, right? And he just says "ball," and it fires a basketball out. So it's like loads of basketballs. He doesn't have just one basketball. He's that rich. He doesn't have one basketball. They all play with. He has a machine that when they want to shoot a ball in a hoop, he goes "ball." And it fires a ball out and then you grab it and shoot it. But obviously it leads to some hijinks where they accidentally say the word ball and it hits them in the face in the wrong places at the beginning. But I thought that was quite... What was um, comedy duo Cannon's partner's name? Ball. <laughs> oh, uh, got you again. Basically, they did that a couple of times. <laughs> okay, so, um, what yeah. comes after foot to make a popular sport? Which Who's the most unpopular Michael? So there's an artificial intelligence algorithm that Warner Brothers used to make all of their shows and programs, and it's actually Don Cheadle in a computer. It's the key plays the character of this AI algorithm, and the AI algorithm for some reason thinks that the best thing for Warner Brothers would be for LeBron James to be signed up to do something, to have a basketball show, I think. And uh, LeBron James is not feeling that at all. But then what happens is he goes to the Warner Brothers studios because they want him to do it. And he says, no, I don't really want to do this. But his kid's going, yeah, come on, dad, it'll be ace. And he's like, nah. And then they go to leave. But then Don Cheadle sort of tempts the kid downstairs. He's like, come here. And gets him to go into the server room, then sucks the kid into the computer. Whoa, okay. And then LeBron James follows him and he gets sucked into the computer. And then that's when they makes him have a basketball game to win. As long as they're getting sucked in and not sucked off. No, he gets sucked in. It makes him have a basketball game to win his son back. And obviously Cheadle tries to cheat. Yeah, so it's sorry, like a Chris. morality tale for kids. Yeah, like I was going to say, like sort of Tron. Tron style. Yeah. It's very similar to Tron. It's not like the other one. Because the other one, I think, that's why I wanted Greg to watch it in the week. Because I couldn't remember how the basketball match starts in the other one. That's what I'm looking at now. But he didn't watch it. Yeah, to fight. Invaded, weren't It was to fight the best. They had to play the best basketball team yeah, or something, they, weren't they? Yeah, they took, they took all the best basketballers from Earth to, to fight. The, the, yeah, to, to have a match against... Uh, these aliens that were, but I don't I where the aliens what the aliens were planning on doing I can't remember if they were actually planning on destroying the, the world or the, whatever I don't know that's what I'm looking up but Cheadle sucks loads of people in the end his missus loads of people sucks are getting them. sucked into the machine and then on the Warner Brothers side you've got loads of people from Warner Brothers movies in the background as the crowd because there was like a bit mm. of controversy because it had the droogs there and stuff like that and you've got like Pennywise the clowns there and like loads of weird that's quite cool we're spotting all the little cameos in the background because the kids will love that yeah yeah. They, they, I don't think they get a lot as a few yeah you're right they wouldn't oh, for the, for the parents game. but it's an odd an odd choice the rape yeah. gang and the child <laughs> yeah, snatcher no, yeah. they didn't want Pepe Le Pew, yeah, but they don't mind having the droogs yeah. that's what I read doesn't, yeah um, <laughs> so they have the basketball game and can you guess who wins 
Kobe Bryant. That's right. Okay, so Michael Jordan. I assume LeBron James of course, does, yeah. Of course. <clears throat> the original, I just want to say the original film, uh, it was the Looney Tunes. So between 93 and 95, that's when he was, he left, so he won his whatever it was seconds, no Jordan yeah, left to do baseball for, for a year or whatever mm. and then he came back and then won his third um, championship or whatever um, but yeah so in that time in which were enlisted by the Looney Tunes to help uh, them with a basketball match against a group of aliens who intend to enslave them as attractions for their theme park ah, right. that's what they, they were going to nickel the Looney Tunes put them in a theme park so yeah I think he wanted yeah original. similar kind of thing I think Cheetah wants him to stay in the computer forever right so it's like if you I win then you'll be here with me forever in this computer I don't know why he wants him in there because they're actually got uh, in the first Space Jam uh, Jordan wore Jordan 11s and I just remember they're auctioning off the pair he wore in the in the actual film in Sotheby's in a cup in the, on the 26th of July. Mm, might buy might buy them. Mm. Probably about so, a million. What do you mean a million? It's called the Goon Squad. Yeah, probably he plays the Goon Squad in this one. I don't think they're called the other one. What other basketballers were there? Because obviously in the first one you had like Charles Barkley and stuff. I'm just looking him up. I remember, I remember Charles Barkley mm. being there. Larry I Bird. I don't think there was any. Wasn't well, it you mean, like other? He plays with the basketball beforehand. It wasn't the dream. Yeah, it wasn't the Olympic dream, dream team. Yeah, were so, in it, weren't yeah, they? Yeah. So they, 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 the baddies came and got other players to play against. It, so they took the the, the, the nah, spirit of Charles Barkley and all these other players. Doesn't happen in this one. I think Ewing was there. That's it. Yeah. And you a really, a really tall white guy. Yeah, it was the Olympic really team guy. in it, wasn't it? Or well, mainly them. No, and then it, was other... just random, it was random NBA stars. It was just all the other NBA stars at the yeah. time. They, were the Olymp- they did have the actual NBA stars in the Olympics at that point. It wasn't amateurs. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I don't want to ruin the film. I think Larry Bird was one. Yeah. I don't want to ruin the film for you guys because I know you probably, after I've explained it, you're pretty eager to watch, but I probably I will ruin it. Cause, so at the beginning of the film, the kid's um, got this glitch in his video game and LeBron James plays the game with him on the bed. And if you do this like a certain move in the video game, it all glitches out and the whole game crashes and LeBron James wipes everything. It, the whole thing dies. But then it, when they're playing the basketball, because the kid's actually on the villain's team, but then he switches and goes to the good people's team. Then Cheadle becomes massive to like play. He comes really big to fight him. LeBron tries to stop the ball and he doesn't. But then the kid goes, do the glitch move. And LeBron's like, no, I can't do the glitch move because if I do the glitch move, I'll, you'll die and you'll disappear. But then Bugs Bunny does the glitch move, right? So he's like, do the glitch move. He's like, no, you'll disappear. So Bugs Bunny does the glitch move at the end of the film. And when he does the glitch move, everything like fucks up. It goes like that. And then they win the game by doing the glitch. Like, And then Cheadle fucks up. Yeah. But then this is bit, this bit, go on. I was going to say, Bugs Bunny's a notorious cunt, isn't he? Because he, so by him doing that, that could have lost LeBron James' son. No, yo, it could have lost everybody, but they had no choice. There was yeah. no, nothing else they could have done. Ain't uh, no choice. Oh, there's a bit at the beginning, by the way, because when he goes into the AI, there's loads of different AI planets of all the movies they go through, different stuff, and then he gets to the Looney Tunes world, and there's only Bugs Bunny there because everyone's fucked off to somewhere else or he has to get them back. But yeah, it does the glitch move, <laughs> but then there's this weird bit because they say that cartoons can't die, but they have this whole scene after he does the glitch move where all the car, all the Looney Tunes are around Bugs Bunny. There's obviously a rap bit in it as well, which you might have seen online. That's dreadful. But they're all around Bugs Bunny, like saying to him, oh, I'm going, and he's like glitching out. And then Bugs Bunny, right, he shoots to the sky and turns into a star like he's dead. Like that is an emotional scene and Bugs Bunny's dead, right? That's all, folks. And it, yeah, it, that's, yeah all, that's it. Okay, so that's the end of that. And then it says a week later or something like that, or it's just a bit later on. And LeBron James is with his son. He's taking his son to basketball camp. Uh, the son thinks he's going to basketball camp, but he's not. 
LeBron James has taken him to E3 game design camp, you see? Oh. So he's actually giving him, like, he's finally giving him what he wants. He's, I think LeBron James' wife and other kid are dead because they just disappear and you never see them again. But he takes him to this place and then Bugs Bunny turns up out of the blue and he goes in the real world. And he's like, hey, LeBron. He goes, I'm hanging with you now, Doc. Let's hang out. Let's go and find everyone. And it's like, wow, what the fuck happened there? Is it they couldn't show Bugs Bunny cartoon. died, but he disappeared. Then he just suddenly comes back again. Now he's going to live with LeBron James for... So maybe yeah. a spin-off with Bugs Bunny and LeBron James like doing stuff together. So what was the uh, Space Jam? What was the soundtrack like? A lot. Of, I think there's a lot of hip hop on it, isn't there? In, I don't know. I mean, in the first one, there was a. Uh, I remember to hit him high. I had to look at check who was in it. There was Coolio, Buster Rhymes, Method Man, Be Real, and LL Cool J, all kids' favourites. Oh, yeah. Um, also, Bill Murray was in the first one, making a kind of pointless cameo. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, and yeah. So what was anyone in this one? Bill Burr, maybe? Or there was two commentators, but I don't know who they were. And that was sort of it. And Rick and Morty's in it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like they've stolen some ideas from Wreck-It Ralph as well, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. it's really similar like to that. Like they plagiarised loads of little bits, yeah, Tron, bit. Wreck-It Ralph, you know. And that's how he grew up as a child then. So it's definitely worth a watch, though. Okay. Um, I saw that last week Bismarcky died of um, diabetes and I thought this is the ultimate gentrification of hip-hop, isn't it? That no longer are they getting shot dead or it's drugs, it's just lifelong chronic conditions like yeah. obesity. They're all, they're all, yeah, just reaching uh, that, natural that's, causes. Yeah, that, that's been quite common though. But What's that? Like Fife that's died it. of diabetes as well, didn't he? From no. Tricol Quest. Yeah, I know, but that's what he's saying. At least yeah. like now they're, they're, all getting, they're all getting to that stage. They're not getting shot or... So Whatever. somebody else who died last week as well alongside Bismarck he was Tom O'Connor. He, he died alongside him? Yeah, he they were next to they were in the same <laughs> hospital. <laughs> they were gang members. Yeah. Oh, it was it's a what they said, he's in a gang. You know Tom O'Connor, don't you? Is that all we've got to say about Bismarck he? No, yeah? Johnny, no? Oh, he yeah, died. no, he was an uh, amazing rapper, very influential in hip-hop. Um, he was one of the first sort of clown princes of uh, rap that didn't take himself very seriously as in he would self-deprecate yeah um, I did I did see a couple of things this week that I didn't know about like before he got a record deal he was in a little sort of crew with Rakim one of the best rappers of all time in most people's top five Eric B's pal yeah well, yeah um, yeah I knew he's, he was within the Juice crew he, he got his first break with Roxanne the one that did the battle the Roxanne Shantae that did the battle with Roxanne the real Roxanne record that came out and then he introduced like Big Daddy Kane to Marley Marl, but he produced most of his own beats. Uh, most famous for uh, Just a Friend, but before that he'd already had gold records. Um, Biz is going off. Made a music with your mouth, Biz, and he's one of the most sort of generally beloved uh, MCs within hip hop, really. So, oh, Chris, I was going to say, Johnny, do you reckon like um, hip hop artists like that? Uh, uh, like they're a complete dying breed because nowadays it's it's no, not about no being self-deprecating. It is with UK hip hop. That's why I like UK hip hop because it's all about yeah. that. It's all about just fucking being useless wankers and sniffing too much drugs and just being crap in general. And um, but they're all, all done with sense. Yeah, no, no, not about going. I've got my bit. I'm driving my Mercedes. And well, Eminem sort of like, did it quite a lot hey? in a different way. Yeah, yeah, he did yeah. use humour as well. Yeah, but I mean, it's almost if you look. He also did amazing videos. Like because there's, there's a direct line from mm. watching his videos. And if you go to De La Soul's f- videos from their first album, you can see a like, direct lineage. And they were they were still friends. Well, obviously up until his death. But uh, 
So you know a bit about Bismarcky. Does anyone know anything about Tom O'Connor? Oh, fuck off. Sorry? I don't know. Tell me what you want to fucking tell me about Tom O'Connor. Because <laughs> I, I, he's, he's an old boy who does fucking quiz shows. That's all I know. He's, 80, what, he's died at 84. What what do you want to fucking... What, what's Tom O'Connor done to you? What has he done to you? Why do you want to fucking drag his name through the fucking mud? Please tell me. Well, no, I'm just going to say that I thought what might be a quite a good game if you know Tom O'Connor. So I'll read out some quotes and you've got to guess if they're Bismarcky or Tom O'Connor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's... I think it's really the irony, like, of Bismarcky, of, you know, and the associations of RAF and that, and that he dies of diabetes. And Tom O'Connor, he was brutally shot, wasn't he? Um... <laughs> In a drive-by, gangland shooting. Yeah, um, Bismarcky wasn't really known for gangster rap, although um, Cordy no. Rap, uh, another member of the Cold Chilling Crew, uh, or sorry, Juice Crew, at one point, uh, was one of the first ever gangster rappers, but. Um, yeah, Bismarcky always said he was from everywhere, and obviously he, he was even doing. Uh, he had his own. Um, part in that children's show Yo Gabba Gabba where he did Biz's Beat of the Day so oh, I've got a t-shirt that you gave me with, with him just on, a friend there's a bit of me like why have you got Down Syndrome guy on your uh, t-shirt Cause yeah because a lot of people that t-shirt he looks a bit that's, I'm a not lot saying of people he looks said about him and when you, when you saw him he looked like the type of guy who would get bullied but he had to like the, the even before he was famous the keys to New York he'd go to all the boroughs he'd know all he was into like sneakers and then in and DJing and beatboxing and all that who Tom O'Connor yeah so anyway let's yeah, start yeah. Yeah, it's, it, that's the thing isn't it that's the difference between rap and hip hop isn't it like hip hop being Definitely. the whole culture and all of it as opposed to just rap which people seem to want to act nowadays it just seems to be about rap being a conduit for you to make money as much money as possible without a, as cu- yeah, a different to, culture like, paying any attention yeah. sorry it's a different culture. I mean, I'd, I'd say to anyone, yeah. look up Bismarcky's video, music videos, and you will have a giggle. And the uh, the actual music is fucking really. Anyway, good. Anyway, that T-shirt you gave me, it, it does say "Just a Friend" on it. It's a cool T-shirt. It's just got a big picture of Bismarcky smiling. And some people who don't know Bismarcky, it may look a bit Down syndrome, but I know it's Bismarcky, so, and I can tell it's him. But anyway. It, it just it says just a friend but if I'm honest that is the only fucking Bismarck I can't think of another Bismarck if I've played you a couple I've played you a few before oh, you, you would know them yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that is uh, one Vapors there's one yeah he's yeah, on a yeah, boat yeah, yeah. Um, yeah made the music with your mouth biz uh, picking boogers yeah there's loads and there's a lot of people who have made songs about him because he was supposed to make a song um, sorry what are they called the Handsome Boy Modelling Club made a song about him oh yeah and Master, I was going to say Master Race was in the ju- he was one of the younger ones in the Juice Crew had him booked to make a song with him and he never turned up to the studio so he made a song called Me and the Biz and he had uh, a big puppet made of Bismarcky that he put on the cover and then there's a, a magazine called Ego Trip and they got the um, the puppet and they said every time anyone came into their offices however famous they were they wanted a picture with a, with a puppet of Bismarcky <coughs> Cool. So, so it's like it's when you say that you don't know all of Biz Marquis songs and you know just a friend like his biggest hit it's a bit like with Tom O'Connor where you don't remember all of his biggest game shows like Gambit Crosswits I remember Crosswits that's, that's Crosswits Crosswits is excellent yeah Crosswits that's all I remember him for if I'm honest do you remember the Tom O'Connor Road show nope it ran daily and it was watched by over 12 million viewers every day 
And this is not to say that Tom McConaughey hasn't done it. I'm not saying he's an unmemorable person. I'm just saying I can't, I've got nothing to give on him. So if you guys want to talk both, chat about Tom McConaughey for 10 minutes... Both were described as... Um, yeah, please do. As gentlemen. Yeah, he was a, a quiz show gentleman. Um, the Tom McConaughey Road Show ran daily for, like I said, 12 million viewers each day. But that was an expensive show to shoot. Could he beatbox? Because they filmed it from a different town every day, you see. So it got too too expensive in the end. <laughs> Um, his, we did this last week with Fred West and uh, who's the other guy? Fred, I can't, anyway, I can't Tom, it doesn't matter. But if Tom O'Connor and Bismarcky, so guess who said this? These are quotes, and so guess who said them? Tom O'Connor or Bismarcky? Disease can be seen as a call for personal transformation through metamorphosis. It is a transition from the death of your old self to the birth of your new. Tom O'Connor, Bismarcky. Uh, it's got to be Tom O'Connor. Yeah, correct. Tom O'Connor. Tom O'Connor. Uh, my thing is whatever comes at me I'm there oh, really good, but actually. DJing and music is my passion I'm going to be unpredictable DJing there's a clue there was Tom O'Connor a DJ I don't know I'm going to go uh, 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 I'm going to go biz he's going biz where are you going I'll go biz as yeah, well yeah you're both right oh, that's my yeah. key the DJ the D- oh, one oh more. I should have got that yeah you should one more then uh I walk, I do the treadmill, I walk around the mall. Oh, there might be a clue in there. I do little questions. Albie Square Mall, my house is the Albie Square Mall. My house is the Albie Square Mall. My house is the Albie Square Mall. Is it Tom Connor? No, I do. I haven't finished yet. I do little crunches in my stomach, not that much, just enough to get the engine going. Cha 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 cha. Room. <laughs> go shopping. Let's go shopping. Who said that? I did just now and that was the Tom O'Connor and Bismarcky quiz of the week so uh, I don't know if you've seen me uh, actually my episode hasn't come up yet so I blagged myself a new job on the repair shop oh yeah yeah because I'm into repairing and tinkering and fiddling with stuff and uh, there's a new episode well there's a new kind of series of the repair shop coming out called late night repairs after well it's called after dark late night repairs uh it's on late on bbc is that a working title or are they going to use that i'm not sure that, I, that's why i'm it's not quite sure a mouthful, they, yeah it? exactly i'm not sure what they're going to call it do you have to actually do late night repairs no or it's is for, it on more late adult night? things more adult repairs oh, like, okay. like adult stuff it could be um cl- putting old magazines back together or old toys and stuff like that fixing appliances yeah so some late uh, I did one with this um, woman brought in a I don't know what you call it a dildo is it like a it looks like a rubber a dado rubber penis sort of thing a dildo and it was all like the rubber was coming away from it and stuff like that and she said it was her nan's in the ward she wanted to repair it so I did heirloom I did yeah she said basically she had a neighbour that she it, she called her nan. Was it one it, of those coal coal powered ones? Uh, no, it was just a normal like a rubber type. Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, we just oh, okay. So, so so she comes it comes into the repair shop with this thing, and she said she had the, she called her nan, but it wasn't her nan. So she moved into the house next door to her neighbour, and the neighbour goes, "Oh, hello," like that, and then they built up a great relationship. And she was a single woman, yeah. and she like helped her, looked after her, and she nursed her. When she passed away, she left her this. Um, dildo she'd always said she wanted to get it repaired um, but she never got round to it and she she obviously brought it into the repair shop and she said I'd like to I want to try and get this repaired basically so she gave it to me and I spent all week working on this and I was like cutting out bits of rubber and sealing it in and filling it up yeah, sorry, Chris. Yeah, because from personal from personal experience, um, after a while, the veins tend to rub off, and you can, even if you've got the contours, 
um, the the paint of the veins often diminishes over insertions. Because you've re- you've got to remove all the lead paint, haven't you? And use um, modern latex-based paints if you want to actually use these cherished items. Well, that's yeah, because that's why because mm. some of the skin colour needs to be touched up, and the, like you said, the rubber needs to be filled in, get all the lead out of it. So yeah, I spent a couple of weeks doing that, and uh, she came in to collect it. And it was very emotional because she was going, oh, I think she's up there looking down on us. Um, well, down her nose. Over. And Jay was stood next to me and he was like filling up and I was filling up. And then she obviously... Did she, she fill up? Well, no, yeah, she immediately tried it out in front of us and she was yeah. like, having a go on it. And it was really moving, actually. Very moving. Um, and yeah, that was that was it. So that's the first one I've done, the first repair I've done. So hopefully I'll do a few more. I, think I know it, it's rude, but it's, like- not, it's, it's, it's not... It's adult, isn't it? So it doesn't... It's not... I'd like to see that because I'm sure if I got to see that end part of the video, I'd shed a tear. So I think it was actually, I think you're hiding your light under a, a bushel a little bit there, Barry, because wasn't it your idea to uh, use a more green energy method by any excess or old oil or lube is actually used in the deep to power the um, converted diesel vans? Oh, that's a that's actually a very good idea. Oh, you're not doing that already? <laughs> no, Beautiful we're not doing idea. that. Beautiful. The chip shops do that sometimes. Please, Greg, introduce the afterlife. Introduce the afterlife. <laughs> I'm St. Peter. Um, or, or whoever it may actually be. You said uh, you had a good half hour on this. Well, it depends. It depends how willing people are to talk about it. it for me, it's a, it's a, it's a massive subject because it, yeah, it could go on. Well, it goes, it goes on be forever. there a long time. <laughs> it goes on forever. So my first question to all three of you, okay, is are any of you spiritual at all? So in the sense, so are, oh no, actually, first question is: Are you religious? Are any of you religious? Were you born religious? Were any of you christened? Yeah, I was christened. I was christened. I've been christened. I'm Church of Scotland. Went to Catholic school though for a period. Hated that. Got asked to leave after five weeks. My uh, siblings stayed, um, and then I just I got I, because of being schooled by nuns just for that brief period. I say it's five weeks. It was probably like a school year or something. But I hated it. I detested every moment of it. Um, it was. I found it intimidating. I found there were shit places to play. They didn't have proper playing fields. We played around this church thing, and we could go in the library for to relax. I mean, it was fucking awful. I I tipped my milk down the the toilet, the urinal, and had a nurse and a nurse a nun tell me off for that and she made me the nun made me stand outside in the rain for my play and it's like you you don't do that to kids anyway like fucking awful you had a bad experience anyway you had a bad experience bad experience yeah of religion from an early age you're like right these religion is not cool these these people are dicks yeah and he he has flashbacks if he goes near a penguin so was that it then so you never you don't do church so your parents never did church or anything like that like Uh, mass at Christmas family have done it family have done it like Church of Scotland like I say they've got their bit there my dad's definitely got his beliefs and stuff Um, my grandfather was a church elder but I've got so you're not not, so you're not you're not uh, you're not into the whole Jesus thing you're not into no. so 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 what apparently one in three people in the world is is Christian okay so Christianity Christianity is the big hitter you're not you weren't brought up religiously so you, so your parents so your mum re- has My recently religious not recently no, no, she's always been a Christian oh is she okay yeah, she's no, always but gone she, to I thought she recently got uh, baptized did some, baptized but yeah, she's always go. been a Christian right and okay, I think there's a reason and she's for been that. baptized before because yeah um, I think there's a, there's a reason that, that people later in life tend to do that because they'll live the whole of their life going like yeah fuck religion. 
and then I think as when they get to a certain age it's I don't believe in God but I do fear him so I will get baptised just in case you know but then I think if you don't really believe then that's not the point is it I think he knows that but anyway I think my dad went to, to my dad went to church every Sunday until about the age of 12 or 13 um, and in during confession the priest told him he was a little animal and when he grew up he was going to be a monster and he never went back and he, and he was absolutely right he was uh, I always think I always think if you use religion as an insurance policy right that's a fucking fickle god anyway like if you're thinking oh, if he, oh I, I haven't visited this this I haven't paid penance enough I haven't done this enough I haven't done that enough he's going to go I smite you and poof off down to a burning hell or you know eternity in whatever it's, that's he can't have someone that intelligent can't have created all of this if he's that flippant about things he'd go oh unless he is he's like that pesky otter bit my finger off so many yeah. god's nutkins he bit my finger off so now i'm going to give him a beak exactly and it's like that's, well, how, no, exactly like zeus. that's how zeus acts isn't it zeus is like like a petulant child who just fucking does what he likes and yeah, smites people well i think you'd be very disappointed if you use religion as your insurance policy especially if you have a prang in your car it was only the, i think it was this week a woman um, flipped in America, flipped her car going 140 kilometres an hour, flipped it and um, narrowly missed three other cars, took one of the other bumpers off and then flew into a tree. So, and she, apparently she was quoted as saying that she thought Jesus was her co pilot. <laughs> Not Paul Walker. <laughs> no, no, that's it. I just read it the other day. So, there's some quite interesting religions and. Uh, and they've got some even in more interesting uh, things regarding afterlife that are all wrapped up in their beliefs. Um, but anyway, so the, the main point of we'll get on to the fucking religions. But so, but what are your beliefs? In oh, okay. Um, uh, let me think. So I think that Forget every religion. single one of us is God experiencing the world. Um but we're all the same person having different experiences so we're all the same thing non-duality isn't that it like the duality so you're the same but you're different that's non-duality isn't it the that sounds thing. like Is something right? you've read and you thought yeah it the... sounds like something I've read but when one New Year's Eve when I took all that MDMA yeah, yeah, totally... no, yes here we go <laughs> so, so this is what I was going to get down to I was going to say so Barry I don't think Barry's opened ever opened his mind up to that. that's the closest he's got he took a tiny bit of MDMA and he was going on about the yin and the yang like he'd had a really but I mean maybe he so, did maybe I'll he did have a big speak if you want maybe he did have a spiritual experience what I'm asking you what happens when you die? Oh, sorry, I don't know because I haven't died. No, no. But what? So, do you think you're, that's it? You're just worm food, and your soul just that stops existing, or do you think your soul goes on? Do you think there's more to this world? Did, did the drugs that you took, that little bit of Amandi, did it open I your eyes up to something else? There's more to this mortal coil. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I do. I think that you still you don't exist anyway. That's I what do. I think. So what, you don't what really I'm saying, exist. So when you were told about heaven as a child. What did you make of that? Did you go like, cool, right, there's somewhere else? Did you just think, nah, fuck that, I don't believe in that. When you're dead, you're dead. I always thought it was just about morality. Yeah, in terms of like teaching, you're trying to teach me morals. That's all it felt like. You're trying to preach to me this and that. And they increase the, um, the, the sense of trepidation dependent on what you've done. So um, that's how I saw it. But if you're really good... You don't yes, have any of that, but, but I, what did you did you buy the as a, as did you buy the soul as a child? Did you think, oh no, this is it, my body and my brain, that's it, or did you think you had a soul? Did you think did you get the idea of going to somewhere else other than this 
world. I, th- there was only one time when I really believed in the debt, and I used to, and this is puck, absolute genuine. I used to do this. So if I went for the toilet, and I would say to myself. Right, please be an angel, please be an angel, please be an angel. And then I realised if I did that, the devil knew I was doing that. So then I'd go, oh, I hope this isn't an angel. I hope this isn't an angel. I hope this is an angel. And then when I got an angel, I'd be like, tricked you, devil. And I remember doing that until I was about wow. 10. And then... Um, so you're but, very religious then. that... Um, yeah, well, th- th- <laughs> I had that sort of belief. It was like hedging your bets, wasn't it? Yes, well, yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't believe in him, but I fear I, I, him. When I think of the afterlife a lot i sort of think it's wacky um it's fun it's crazy maybe it's like a fun house it's like a whole lot of fun okay cool then now we're getting somewhere and there's prizes to be won maybe <laughs> it's probably really somewhere. crazy it's like show or anything can go <laughs> it's it's oh, a quiz on. it's a race it's just a real wacky place you've got to lose your body and your brain i suppose right, if so, you want to play so the Barry, game you've, you're you're just you've always been i don't think you're, you never thought that way as a child i can't imagine i don't know you've only just i don't know you only learned how to tell time recently so i can't imagine you had that deeper thoughts <laughs> as a child no it was when i took the mdma it <laughs> fucked me up yeah, it made you forget everything made you forget all the good things you could yeah made you forgot you had a soul or a spirit. What's so, soul? Well, I mean, it's the, talking the about thing that man. separates us from the fucking flies. Although they, they may have souls as well. I mean, who's to say they don't? But I don't. They, Show me your soul. I, <laughs> you know, I got soul. Your um, soul, my soul, our soul. Right, well, I'm, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what I, I thought. Then. So none of you thought it didn't twist you up then, when, as a child, when this being what told I'd be about for. being told about heaven and the afterlife. It didn't, it didn't make you go. It didn't freak you out, no. You just went like, oh yeah, cool, it's heaven, yeah, yeah. I'll worry about that later. Could you remember? And you still are. Oh, look at you, some of you guys, you just don't think about Greg, it. You never thought about it. Are you you're talking just about. Just, just drink beer until Greg, you die and then. Are you talking about when you're a kid, right? I don't know if every kid has this, but where you think you're going to live forever, you think this is it. And then suddenly your parents are saying, oh no, or your nan dies or something, and they go, oh, she, you're never going to see her again. You're like, what? And go, oh yeah, nan's, nan's passed on. You go, what do you like? Oh yeah, we all die. You're like, what do you mean we all die? Oh yeah, you'll die, and that's that you're gone. And I, got, what? Not... I can remember being a kid and shitting myself. Yeah. And I remember Caleb when he was a kid I remember walking him to school right when he first found out he was going to (laughs) die and didn't realise and then like I bet you would have come to tell it sheer terror no it wasn't me I don't know how he knew but then obviously no all kids get that realisation you kick that woman to death the sheer terror and the panic of like fuck this isn't going to last forever and it's like you don't want this to last forever believe me but then how long how do you there's different ways of easing children into that so to speak like the thing of when the pet dies and you say they've gone to the farm to have more fun Mm. or whatever or or do you just go straight to Soylent Green? Give some DNA. So my, my my son's hamster died in a really horrible, brutal way when we found him. You stamped on him. And, <laughs> I ate him. I won't say... The, the worst thing Freddy was I said to my him, neighbor. if you don't... I said, if you don't go up and feed your hamster, he's going to die. And he was like, no, Dad, he's fine. He's got loads of... I went, son, go and give him fresh water and that. And he went up and he was dead because he got his teeth caught on the top of the railing oh, and then no. tried to get off and it was just so it was a bloody mess oh, basically man. and my son was like screaming daddy is dead <laughs> i was like oh no um i wanted to go but that's what i bloody warned you but i was like oh no so what we did is we put him in a cigar box and kept him in the freezer for a bit and then my son said oh, i want to bury him and have a ceremony i went that's cool so we went to this this little nature reserve found a bit Buried him deep because I thought I don't want no fox just coming along and like digging him up straight away. And we come back and there's a, like a cigar box strewn around this <laughs> bed of flowers. So we put him really deep, put loads of soil on him. As I put the last bit on, my son clasped his hands together and looked down like that and went, 
His name was Spike, and he said something like, Spike, we really miss you. You're a good hamster. Um, I wish you were still here. I'll never have another hamster. I'll keep your cage, um, and we'll miss you. And I, like, almost bawled at that time, because I didn't expect him to do that. And I was like, oh. And then we threw loads of wildflower seeds over the top of it, and I carved a carrot into the tree. And we went back, and we still go back to that place, but we don't think Spike's running on a wheel in heaven. I mean, well, there is another. There is another possible narrative. You annoyed your son so much by making him go upstairs and feed the hamster. And the last time you saw the hamster, he was alive. There was a small uh, space of time where he could have possibly picked up the hamster and rammed his head into the top of the cage. <laughs> and yeah, there oh, is. Oh no, Dad! There what's is. happened? Yeah, yeah. I thought you'd. But he's learned. <laughs> Half hour early, you're hooking its teeth to the uh, top of the cage. Are there any, are there any animals still alive in Cambridge? It's like every single animals. every single story of yours involving animals. The, the good thing is, either way, if he did go up there and have a, a moment of remorse, you know, or, or, or realization, and then prayed over the um, the grave of the of the lost pet, or he is a complete sociopath and destroyed the pet just to spite you. He either way, he would make an mm. amazing priest. Exactly, um, I, but I'll tell you because I've done lots of night shifts being like my job lots of nights and i used to work in a nursing home and in the nursing home there's always stories of ghosts at night which i put down to um you know the, the nature of the patients that we're looking after the medication the sleep deprivation and stuff like that so you spend lots of time with colleagues just talking about every subject so i've spoken about like what i think happens when i die about a hundred times to the the way I can hone it down. Go, yeah, yeah. So what I've honed it down to basically being is being your forever thought. So when you die, that thought you've got is your forever thought. That's not that's to not you. Nice. That's forever, even if that's a blink. So if you've got a good conscience and whatever, boom, you can rest easy. If you've got fucking horrible demons and stuff in your head, and you've been, that's probably going to torture you. Well, for your last. Well, that's. That's Link. horrific. Wait. That's the most horrific thought. That's the most horrific idea of the afterlife. Like everything. Because oh, I've had a, I've had a horrible thought that, that that does happen. Or for me, that's limbo. That's like if, if it's true that like what Christianity says is if you kill yourself, then you go, you get stuck in limbo or whatever. For me, that was what that would be purgatory and or hell. That uh, yeah, to be stuck with that one shitty thought. And I, cause I, I got yeah, but your, about your that brain lot. is kind, isn't it? It releases chemicals, yeah. endorphin, a lot of endorphin rush when yeah, you die. DMT. Yeah. So it, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. I don't think you can be held accountable for your conscience and your thoughts. Like it's, I think you're, you're judged on what you do. It's that's, that's what I'm saying. It's a very, it's a very hard thing to, to understand. Like what are you judged on? Cause most of the religions to go back to all the different religions, most of them agree on the same thing. There's a nice place to go to. And that's what, and you go there and if, everything's cool and you get, and to- it's, and you get what you want. And yeah, you meet Hobbes Christ. Yeah, there's... Uh, how there's do you balance them- it, though? Who do, you know when they judge you, how do they balance that? Because, exactly. Like, although maybe they, God is just um, everyone on social media judging you. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like murder, okay? So that you've got people, you've got people who like soldiers who, who shoot loads of fucking people in a war and it's, in their heads, they haven't done anything wrong. They're fighting for God and country, but everyone's fighting for God and country, but just a different God. So, yeah. I mean, well, no. Yeah, well, in, the in Germans, when we're fighting the Germans, we're all, we're all fighting for the same God. Yeah, in, a, in a similar way that um, Donald Trump gave those guys, uh, it was in Iraq that murdered all those civilians. They gave, uh, he gave uh, those soldiers that were already going to military prison, he gave them all pardons. In a similar way, the Catholic Church gave that 
to uh, rich people if they wanted to be released of their sins or pay for their their dead relatives that were in um, hell or purgatory you just pay for that pay for the monks to pray for you and then yeah, they yeah. go straight to heaven yes yeah yeah, yeah. so you just I'm, get a pardon I like the idea of an afterlife I think my life even though I've not had a shit really shit life but the, some people are just born mm. you get people and they're just raped they're like tortured and raped for their short life to the age of three say and then they and then just get fags put out on them until they're de- like tortured to death pretty much how is it fair sometimes that they get by to, priests mean, and nuns how is it fair that they just have that life and that's it it's like yeah you just get one chance kiddo unluckily you got raped tortured life and is a bell for curve. three years and that was it <laughs> that's all you get see you later that's not right I don't I, think you know what I mean and I think that's why I think that is the reason there isn't a god because if there was a god that, and he that was be just happening. and he would be worth yeah, following yeah. then those that wouldn't be a, that wouldn't be a thing that would you I know, think I, I think this is heaven I think exactly well that's it I think it's a state of state of mind a state of being this podcast is heaven uh, the, the thing is what I try the most what I'm going to try and what I want to talk about the most confusing thing to me about heaven is how the fuck does it actually work here because I got, I got my head around it at quite an early age right so I was about four or five and I was lying in bed and uh, and it kept me up at night and I was like right okay I get heaven I get it right but I was like but I, <laughs> sorry I, how old are you four or five hey you were yeah. four or five okay that's yeah. fine yeah yeah and I was having my, yeah I was, lying, I was lying in bed and I was thinking right okay so we die and then with them, then we're alive forever, so we just go on forever and ever. And because I hadn't done that much at the age of four, and the weird thing is, right? I, surely at the age of four, you should be like, oh, looking forward to the rest of your actual life, like your physical life, thinking I've got loads of stuff to do. Or, or Christmas. But all I thought maybe. was like, fuck me, that'll be boring. Like I thought, what would you do though? Because I was only three or four. I know exactly what to do now. I've like, gone through puberty and everything. I know exactly what. It makes sense to me now heaven, how heaven works. And that's why you won't get in there, mate. Because they're like, you're just going to be like wanking in the corner. You can't let him in. I'll be, I'll be pleasuring ladies. That's like, why, would you go, why would you go to hell for that? You'll be pleasuring I mean, Jesus. <laughs> well, Jesus, whoever wants pleasuring. There's no harm. Uh, yeah, hanging, hanging around just outside the pearly so gates for looking me, for birds. So for me, I was, so when I was a kid, I was like, right, I was like, it's going to go on forever. You're going to get bored. You're going to get bored. But then as I got older, I was like, oh, okay, I can see how it work out. But I still don't understand. So if you are to go there, what age are you? So are you the age that you want to be perceived at? You're, you're the, the, in your fight, like they say, in, I think there's something in the scripture, you'll be in your finest form when you were like 30 and you mm. would been down the gym the most when you can I have, to, can I have 24 <laughs> yeah. well, you most get to the gate they'll say mmm thinning thinning hair mm, you should have <laughs> yeah, shaved yeah. it it's like mm, we'll give you curtains I'll tell you what we'll give you the hair circa 1993 the lovely curtains so what if it like gives you the hair when you were like 17 <laughs> yeah, the, the muscles body when you were like <laughs> everything's mismatching wait a minute I've still got my milk teeth Frankenstein yeah, they're the yeah. finest teeth you have my sir God's monster maybe and that you- maybe that's what they do for the judgement section they make a photo fit of you from all the bits of your <laughs> bodies throughout your life if you look into a heaven mirror you're like ah the ultimate me that's exactly how I should be seen to everyone else but then Obviously, everyone else has their way of seeing you. They can't see you the way that you see yourself if it's heaven. So there should be one look for all. So do other people see you the way they want to see you? And then yeah, you but, see yourself the way you want to see yourself. But what if they say, right, you've got to decide. And you, the, the first thing you think, and you think of Mattel He-Man. And, oh, no! All eternity, like that. <laughs> you can twist at the waist and do really good books, but that's it. No, I didn't mean I, like I, that. <laughs> Wouldn't it be good if like heaven was, you know, in the point where you ejaculate and you have that orgasm, it's just that permanently, so you're just permanently like, oh! 
think it's like a glitch. Pleased to meet you, granddad. That could be hell as well. Exactly. Well, yeah, because then it's not. Then it's not. Again, it's not your ass out in my face. It's not as good, is it? Yeah, weirdo. I'm getting it wanking off. It turns me on doing that. Yeah, but then it's not as, you're not going to enjoy that as much. If you're doing it all the time, it's not an enjoyable thing, is it? It's, you're, you're going to be, ah. it's, that's why I've got a theory about, like, if you're getting buggered, like, if it, like hell, say, if you're getting buggered by a pineapple-cocked Satan, and he's got a massive, giant pineapple-cocked, and he's just like, yeah, this is your, you're going to get raped by me. And then if you're getting raped by Satan forever... You're going to learn to... You're going to go, well, well it might so be, bad, it might it be like, someone's whatever, fetish like, now already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, for someone to think of it that quickly... So, again, if you've got something, a really good thing going, <laughs> going you're, you're going to get used to that as well. So I don't if you've got a good thing going... <laughs> <laughs> but I've got, like... I, the thing is, like, I've... Um, I've got plans to um, like acquire some more skills and get, I'm getting some more tattoos done recently. But... Um, so I want them because I've paid for them. But my body, like 15 years ago, was fucking so much better than it is now. So, do like you said, can you blend those different? I wouldn't want those different. I like the body I've got now. Like, I love having a fit for purpose body and not having to think, oh, I've got to look this way, I've got yeah, to look yeah. that way. And I think that comes with like your wisdom and your age yeah. doing that. So, your ideal. Is and and what you're describing as well with heaven, you're right, like that. I've I've never really thought of that until you said that about whether it would be how people see you or you, how you see them. So as we're walking around in this sort of like mass psychotic state, yeah. it sounds again horrific. Yeah. Um, and it's like you're like, oh, I'm having a good day, except this mole. Um, but you know, and they're like the mole. There's no mole there. Exactly. But yeah. It, then so the alter. So that must mean that heaven is so individualized. Yeah, and then that's a shit experience. Yeah, well, it's just on your own. Yes, exactly. It's whether it's a, a communal thing that's enjoyed by everyone objectively uh, together. You're saying about your idea of heaven and the afterlife, but everything about everything is physically pleasure based, as opposed to being what some people believe that you are then freed from all the the burden of living in a human body, and you become you yeah, could become one with, the, or one with the universe, yeah, yeah. where you know and experience everything and then you find eternal bliss as opposed to the struggles and the worries that for example we're having now about how many people we can fuck in heaven I like the idea of having a goat's penis and, and, and <laughs> yeah, you missed, you missed my penis. point yeah well no yes <laughs> on flame, purpose no, yeah. <laughs> well see this is, this is what I'm getting back to right so the, about the boredom things it's like right okay eternity get your fucking head around that eternity but it's like yes because it's just an, a constant fuck fest so you basically you get to have sex with every person who's ever like every bird you've ever fancied in the history is there so every fit bird that's ever well every bird that's ever every, girl, like, every person every woman well, like person, I said would you be freed every, every from that that's you, bullshit you could be friends that's absolutely him. bullshit <laughs> This is the sort of thing Fred West would say. That's fucking weird. This is That's like weird. weird. Yeah, this is like Ian Huntley. Damaging. Okay. There's many yeah. little girls. Forget about the sex. Forget about the sex. Let's talk about life part. Let's talk about love, okay? Let's talk about oh, love. Yeah, no, but you're still Let's making it love. all physical. What I'm saying no, is... there's not a physical thing. No, but you, you as a physical person and your feelings, if you become then at one with everything oh, I do a joke about that but then eternity is a, at the same time a split second, no time and all time at once. Mm. 
don't know what you're saying there. Sorry. Do you want to understand? You're saying, oh, I'm going to have to do that for eternity. You, you wouldn't because it wouldn't be a chore. There wouldn't be days and weeks. No, you wouldn't be in your the, body. You would just, you would oh, know yeah, everything. Yeah, no, yeah, the, you would the, have, the spirit thing. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking about the, the spirit heaven. Heaven being a manifestation like your spirit body. You go to heaven as it like, as yeah, it is I'm in the movies. The, the you go up there as a that. body. Uh, you've got a body, but yeah. not a ghost body. That's the thing. Again, how does that work? And it, yeah, how, do you, how do you walk? How do you get from somewhere to somewhere? Well, you go, if you feel like riding a fucking bike, you're like a smoke. You're like a gas. You can fly. Would it, um, what era of film no, would you not, like I'm to saying, die in? Would you be in black and white? I'm saying you're not a gas, right? You're you're not like a gas that... Like, you're a penis gas. You are a gas, but you don't feel like a gas. Like You know how ghosts touch people like in in films? Do you feel like, like you've that. just stepped out of a salon? What? Would you feel like you've just stepped out of a salon? Like you've used salon selectives? What? What? You know that salon feeling? Make you feel really good and really fresh. You don't. You don't get that. You don't get that feeling. What are you, what are you, well, about? you know, like, have you ever been to a salon? Have you ever been to a salon? That's the question. No. Just answer the question. I've got to look at my fucking hair. Just answer no. the fucking question, thin boy. So not even back thin in the boy. day. Are you talking about my hair or my body? Your what hair. The fuck? Where's this? What? Your hair. Yeah. Your what? thinning hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? What? We're talking about the fucking been? afterlife. I am what talking the fuck? about the afterlife. It's got to the afterlife. You can. A lot. It's got everything to do with the, the afterlife. Tom O'Connor. Let's do a seance. Fuck Mate, what? Jesus, it's got everything fuck to do with the afterlife. Oh fuck off. Have you ever been to a salon? Answer the question. No, I take it, then that's a no, because you're just no, ignoring me. No, I'm not answering you. All right, don't ask me. So no, right. So you don't know what it feels to step out of a salon with that salon feeling, okay? So back in the day when I used to have hair, I used to go to a salon and get my hair done, and I used to have salon selection. And you reckon that's what heaven's like? Yes. I reckon that's what heaven's like. It's that feeling of stepping cool, out of a salon. I was just trying to find out where the fuck, well, that was fucking why, why. Why? That is that is a that Are is you a, that Catholic, is, Greg. Uh, no, I'm not. See, my dad. This is the, this is what I was going to say as well. So, my dad was brought up Catholic, right? My dad was brought up Catholic, and my mum was Christian or christened, but we weren't. None of us were. So, my dad was my my grandparents super religious. So when I used to go and stay with my Irish cousin, I used to go to morning mass. I have to go and get the little wafer yeah. thing. I'm like, fucking hell, this is yeah. fucking bit much in it. Yeah. And uh, and it's so strange. But they just did it. It's so fucking matter of fact in Ireland. None of them fucking really believe. I mean, none of them believe in it. They just go. They just go. Like, oh, look to my mum. One of them believes it. There'll be what like the nan or someone who's really fucking keen. Mm-hmm. Um, with my dad's parents, they both were. Uh, both Irish and both very Catholic and very keen on it and very funny about my, my dad's sister getting married over here so I didn't come to the wedding my dad had to give my sister uh, my aunt away my auntie Kay um, who did he give her away to? Uh, to my uncle Bill oh okay <laughs> he was he was Northern he was Northern Irish um, but I can't remember what the, I can't remember why they didn't go was that when the Troubles um, it would have been around about the Troubles the beginning of the troubles anyway yeah um, well, we're having but, the sequel now aren't we but they yeah but they uh but yeah so they were religious so they were brought up religious but then my dad was just like couldn't give a fuck so he was 19 came over to england when he was 19 whereas his brother uh barry the, the judge he, he lived around the corner from my grandparents in arklow in ireland for the well he's still there like that my grandparents did he never moved away and he just was religious the whole time you know i mean completely different um, and, but my mum, yeah, neither of them really cared. But then they sent us to a private school, which was really fucking religious. So Mr. Adkins was really proper Christian. And we grew up with, and I grew up learning all these hymns and all this other shit, which my parents didn't. It was so weird. And they so they didn't believe, have any belief ourselves and then sent us to a school that, was very, that didn't teach us about the dinosaurs because it was that fucking religious. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and then 
But then I don't think you do learn about the dinosaurs. You're not meant to. It it's, not, is, it's not on the curriculum. As it a kid, is ironic it? that no, it is um, ironic that religious dinosaurs won't teach you about that. <laughs> yeah, they were religious no, dinosaurs. No, it was. It was really weird because I went to see, and uh, Barry knows it, like, made to see my mate Woody, who now lives in Chicago. And um, I hung out with him for, well, for the time of being there, obviously. And he introduced me to his new mates. And they were predictably, as I thought they would be, they were, a lot of them were like a bit overweight gamers, into games workshop, into cartoons, into like those sort of like quite nerdy sort of things. But the thread that ran through all of them was apart from two guys all of them was they all went to bible class like once a week not necessarily going to church on a sunday but one day during the week you went to like prayer class or bible class and you'd learn something about the bible and i found it really odd because over in the states they have much more of that i guess it's because all of those really quite right not right wing, uh, those quite fanatical religious people. You've got to be quite fanatical to get on a boat in the first place to cross the big ocean. And then once you're over there, you know, to then kill all those people and you've got to have justification for it. And God's a pretty good justification. And then those genes get passed on and that's it. Yeah, that's that, within that is how that, it started though, isn't it? America, there was like a group that were over there that were really fundamentalist Christian group at the, the beginning. Evangelicals, they called the them now, yeah. They? At the very beginning yeah, of the, the dawn Puritans. of America. The Puritans, the Puritans then, yeah. It. They had something against turkeys as well. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't actually finish a point earlier because you were going, oh, yeah, Sorry. fucking sex and physically going on about me being dr- like, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's a fact. No, I didn't like say it like that. I was just saying as a mindset, well, no, no, maybe no. you were going down that route well, no, where there's no, other routes, the way to think of it. But then I saw what Johnny was saying as well. Because I, I know what you were saying, like, but he wasn't. No, he was no, saying I wasn't, that talking about, I wasn't talking about the being the, whether, about whether, you're, whether you're a fucking spirit or not. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm gone. Talking, yeah, you don't yeah. need any of that yeah, yeah. There's uh, never uh, enough. I'm not There's talking about that. Enough. Enough. No, I mean, that's, complete that's, loss of ego and yeah, complete yeah, yeah. loss of id and everything. Yeah, well, I'm talking about a world where you're still, you, you still exist in the same way yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, on this yeah. here, but, but just if you've got everything you want. It's like it's, it's like today. It's like, well, it's like now. You're, you're in heaven then. But yeah, yeah. well, that's because the versions I've seen. So in films, there's certain films that have portrayed heaven, and I've always been intrigued in that. And there's certain ones uh, that have come close to what I've imagined it could possibly be. Like what dreams may come with Robin Williams. That's quite a good uh, example of it. When he went there, it was, it was as good as you can on film. Imagine it. But there's um, a perfect Alan Watts speech about that, where he says that imagine you're in a dream, and then every night you have this dream, and you can just do whatever you want, and eventually you just do everything, and there's everything you can be done. Eventually you get bored, you've done it all. Well, that's and what I'm saying. The only, you the only way you wouldn't get bored is by constantly meeting new people, and that's what I'm saying about everyone who's ever do- existed. Um, I mean, it's not all about sex, but yeah, every time, don't you ever sometimes think like you're on a tube, right? And you go like, and you'll see the most fucking gorgeous girl in the world, or whatever, and you'll be like, careful, right, and you go like, careful, huh? Careful here, where where's going so not, so not, not where you where you think it's going okay, good, good, carry not, on. Not, not everyone just whops out their old boy and starts f- wanking on the tube Barry well that's some people's oh, I did heaven it once <laughs> <laughs> and it was heaven on earth uh, and I was never caught and it was I, in the toilet a, a, right yeah so you see a pretty girl on the tube whatever and you're like you're like fucking hell I'd I'd love to <laughs> at least talk to her. Obviously, you're thinking, oh well, I'd like to. Yeah, I'd love to have. I'd love to have a lovely conversation with that girl, and hopefully one day we'd have a kiss or whatever. I'm trying to put. Uh, you want to fuck her, okay? <laughs> I'm never going to see. I'm never going to see her again. I'm never going to see that woman again. But then, yeah, in heaven, you get to bump into her again. There's moments you let go in in life, and you're just like, oh, 
and, uh, uh, and she uh, says, "I'm with then, someone." Sorry. Yeah, but there's such simple things like the amount of girls that I've seen in the street and gone like, and gone and just ignored when I could have gone up to them and gone like, "Hey, what about it?" But obviously, I sound like a dick, so that's what I did. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, in heaven. You're going to get that opportunity. You're going to get that chance on the fucking tube again. You're going to get every single moment. You're going to get a chance to meet every and talk to every single person. And that's why that's why I don't get about love. Love's bullshit, right? So everyone settles down with a person. They they couple up with the the, the the one or whatever. It's not. It's just someone they've met in their vicinity. That's not the best person for them. There's fucking how many millions of people on the world. It's just you're never going to fucking meet them. There's someone out there. that's way more perfect. I mean, unless for me, my mum and dad they are very well suited, but. Uh, so you should just be on your own as opposed to that then? Is that what yeah, you're saying? You yes, should just be on your own and be a little afterlife. bit unhappy because you're afterlife. never going to meet them all. Then, yeah. You just wait for the afterlife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just don't, don't, don't hold anything. Don't, don't try it. Don't hold it onto the monogamy because monogamy will not work in heaven. You're not going to do anything silly, are you? Because it sounds like sort of like ISIS sort of chat. <laughs> yeah. I've been promised virgins. The thing is, you're going to get to, say you get to heaven and then it is literally like, yeah, we've got um, ping pong over there. We've got a bar. Um, on Friday night, we've got karaoke. And you're going, but wait a minute, all the girls. And it's like, <laughs> I gave you that chance. And you never fucking bothered, mate. <laughs> like, you could have done whatever you like. You could have walked up to girls. You could have you could have improved your character. You could have, you could have got the job you wanted. You could have got Not that course. Not without everyone laughing at me, I couldn't. You should have just made that jump. <laughs> yeah, but I could never fire crisps out my. I couldn't fire crisps out my hands, but you can here. <laughs> I'm crisp man. Well, I've, I've made it seem very pervy. Made the afterlife all about women. Well, that's kind of making a case. Well, maybe it's because that's where I'm at in life. Because I've like this isn't therapy, maybe, Greg. Yeah. I've come to conclusion speak. that uh, yeah, I, I, I don't I think hear it's your just therapy sex session. I, need. I don't need love. Yeah, I don't really care. Greg, Johnny, we, you talk, Johnny. Oh no, I was, oh, all I was going to say was I, I, I didn't think. Well, I didn't at the time, and then I let him finish his point, and I. Now, no, but I didn't think Greg wanted to be like heaven's most successful sex addict. I thought he was more hoping to be more like a heaven's counselor, like or camp counselor, where he could go around and spend a little bit of time with everyone. Well, no, that is what I mean. It doesn't it's it's not just a sex, sex addict it's thing, not isn't sex, it? But you get the old, you can have the ultimate friendship group as well. You go, oh, my friends let me down. I can think of loads of friends I'd ditch in for fucking, you know, Einstein and like Manson. <laughs> yeah, but they might be cunts. It's like you see that. I... <laughs> And oh, no, Einstein was a bit of a cunt. I've gone up and chatted up a girl in the street, and I and, and I met. Um, so I was walking home, and there was a girl I kept past. I might have even said this before, and eventually I just walked up to her and went, um, "Do you fancy going for a drink or something?" And we had a chat, and it was from a series of hellos to that, and we went for a drink, and we hung out a few times, and she was like blonde hair, like beautiful. I felt like I was like she's so out of my league, but when I got with her, I got I was like, "Oh, you're so fucking bland." Yeah. Like she was really bland and really like, and it was nice that we did, and we became friends, but I was never like, I was like, oh, and you can idealize things and look at things and go, oh, but you can look at a woman and think of the things that you're missing out. You will look at her and go, she's got lovely tits and a nice yeah. arms. Oh, oh, that's gone now. I'll never get a chance to fill those tits up. But at the same time, she might have had a stinking guff, smell of cabbages. Yeah, no, no, um, you're She right. might have had nightmare exes. Yeah, you know, oh, no, that's bullshit. No, yeah, guaranteed. I think I think it's just a sex thing, isn't it? I'm just, I'd see these girls. And I didn't. I don't think I'm going to fall in love with any of them. I think I just want to have sex with them. Yeah. But so I could I could throw that back to Chris to say, in a way, you were you were attracted to her through shallow reasons and then when you got deeper you found out you thought she was shallow but maybe in some way you were the shallow one yeah I was yeah definitely because all I, I, I all I wanted to do I was me and 
all I was doing was like banging birds. That's all I was doing at that time. That's all I cared about. And then I, it was like, it was a stage I went through. That's why I had the, the I was emboldened enough to just go up and yeah, ask Chris someone. Chris is like Ben Nova. Oh, ask him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like this sort of pedestrian version of bang bus so the other theory is so instead of having a body and not worrying about all that but then, so if you don't have a body but that's the thing how does that work as a I'm, gas I mean I'm playing devil's uh, for me you're not my, a gas you're not I anything think, I think my problem is my, my identity is all wrapped up in my penis but <laughs> the idea of losing losing my penis is like the really <laughs> like it's, it's the worst thing the worst thing that could happen to me when people are getting tortured and stuff I'm like oh no don't cut off their bollocks and that's oh no they've done that they've gone too far <laughs> uh. <laughs> but like, they sing great doing all the fingernail stuff and all that it's like yeah it's fine kneecaps yeah it's like no 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 not this no he he won't be able to have sex with his wife after he's been uh, murdered now, tortured and murdered now oh. some people like that it turns them on the thought of being castrated you well, some people actually do it don't they um, but yeah, I like the idea of still having a penis in in my afterlife, and like having this spirit. Body. I like sort of being. <laughs> Is that a di- imagine? Imagine him talking. Imagine Greg. Imagine Greg talking to St Peter and going, "Is this a deal breaker?" Look, I just want to fuck all the birds and have a bigger cock. Is that all right? Look, I've done nothing wrong. You're going to experience more pleasure than anyone ever has. You're going to go at us for not being deep enough. Are you guys spiritual? This is what I always get to because I'm not. I'm not deep. I'm, I'm spiritual, but I'm not very deep. I mean, is I'm, that why you want I'm a bigger quite, cock? I'm going, yeah, yeah. So you can go deeper. <laughs> can we? Can we in do? Heaven, I actually. Can we do an improv where heaven, you're at St. Pete, uh, St. Uh, Heaven's Gate, yeah. and they're telling you you can come in, but you can't bring your penis with you, and you're trying to negotiate. <laughs> what? Because it's too big. Yeah. Oh wow. So what are you moaning about? It gets bigger when I get there. Up the elevator. Yeah. No, and in and in hell you'll have a massive penis, but it won't fit in anything. Bashing <laughs> yeah. oh. it against Ow. stuff all the time. It's on fire. I actually think, Greg, I I actually think you're an incredibly thoughtful person, but I think your thoughts, this doesn't mean to sound patronising, by the way, but your thoughts are misdirected because when you apply them in certain ways, it, you, I mean, you come out with really profound stuff, you know, and thoughtful and intelligent and articulate, but then, but then your core drives are very, like, base. Yeah. And... That's, I'm working on that. Yeah. Thinking about whether I want a girlfriend or not, and thinking about how fucking set in my ways I am. And, and I, I, I wouldn't mm. say no to it, but then at the same time, I'm like, yeah, it just, it just seems like hard work, really, to do. Like, I've, the stage I've got to now, so, I, so I'm readdressing all these things about whether I do want to just have sex with all these girls in heaven. Uh, Are you talking about like you want to kill yourself to see if you can shag in heaven then? Um, I'm reevaluating. No, uh, I you know, you things. could you could try uh, like getting get into serious dating if you want a new perspective on life, and you realise how happy you are now. No, I know I can meet a girl and and talk to a girl or whatever if I want. I know you like, should do. You should start like a business, like your own little business idea, because there's been loads of businesses you've started and they failed. So I've thought of one for you. No, it hasn't. Like yeah, exactly. You've never got them off the you ground. Fail, fail till you win. Yeah. You've you've thought about these businesses, exactly. but you've never done anything. The droning, the delivery biking, the electric skateboard <laughs> yeah. biking. Delivery, but I've never got anywhere player. near doing that. Uh, now, professional darts player, that's not true. Telling the job center, uh, you now do a. You're now a <laughs> <laughs> telling the job center, you're a podcast editor. 
doctor. doctor. Like, so there's loads of stuff you've I mean, like. Half of these are true. But basically, you're a professional Netflix retired watcher. <laughs> but what about <laughs> you? Need somewhere you can go and meet people every day. And so why don't you have a? You should start a coffee shop called Reheats. <laughs> Reheats. <laughs> reheats where you just reheat old cups of coffee for people so they bring in their old coffees they've got from Starbucks or Nero and they go oh it's gone cold you go yeah bring it in chuck it in the microwave that'll be like 10p or 20p and then so you get to talk to loads of different women and loads of different people uh, yeah, what do you think yeah. of that you can start out from a van <laughs> I mean, Greg don't worry too. I mean no, Russell, you, so Russell... you can't do it that's how you can't do it because that's how you think you talk to people <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh god! That's not Every how time you I do try it. talk to women, it comes out like that. Yeah, you say thank you. Look, oh. let me just do an okay. improv, just quick, right? We have to do this because oh. I just want to see how Greg okay. talks to women, and you guys can judge, and I'll be aware. I know I don't look like a woman, obviously, but I can act like one. You do. So, thank you, thank you for that, Chris. <laughs> so, uh, we are coming to the shop. Like, uh, morning. Is this reheats? You just opened. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, I think I'll leave. So that's it, and she's walked out. Yeah, that's it. Should we try that once more? Do you want to even try again? Even bearded ladies have that effect on him. Even bearded ladies. Let's try once more. I'll describe myself. Okay, breasts, nice bum. I've got a nice bum. I've got nice breasts. I'm blonde. I'm say mid 30s you see me walking past my friend I've just got a stale start of cold coffee and my friends told me about reheats (laughs) so I'm just walking in to get my coffee reheated so oh hi there is this reheats yes it is madam oh hello can Um, I reheat your coffee for you yeah I've only got half a cup but it's got a bit cold Ah, no problem would you like a complimentary croissant oh wow you're doing food and maybe a little squeeze of your boob Pardon? Uh, well, nothing. I'm going to have another croissant for you, I said. Uh, okay, Maybe yeah. Squeeze your bum. Sorry? A little touchy bum. Oh, very funny. <laughs> oh, joking. Very I mean, funny. Here's another croissant. Thank you. Three croissants. Thank you. You're very funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, wow. You're quite strict. Okay. What I was going to say is my mate My mate got married. You said last week about Tinder, and you went, Tinder should just be this. This is what yeah. Tinder is. And I think that's it's that rigidity, like, because... It is what it is to whoever you want it to be. Because there's a mate of mine that you met in Cambridge when you came up last time. Second to last time, or the first time. Anyway, when you came up, he... um, he got married to the girl he met off Tinder. Oh, like, just, okay. like, and she's a lovely girl as well. And you can tell she's not just been slagging about on there. It was just, they both just struck gold and met each it other. Can and happen. you can see why they. I think it can happen. Off. I yeah. came close. I said I came close with Aggie or whatever. Like, that wasn't, that was pretty good. Um, as you, for, for someone, considering she was totally from a different culture, like Polish and everything, obviously she'd been here for however many years. Um, but yeah, and we couldn't be any more different. I mean, the people she hung around with and my friends, I mean, that was the main issue, I think, really. It was like, and mm. she she spent a couple of nights here when we were all fucking getting on it and doing fucking God knows what. Do you, do you, do you never feel about modelling um, yourself off of a more successful man, though? <coughs> Say, oh, no, like, no, it's because I, this is making it sound like I'm a fucking absolute loser. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not. A lot of people think I'm winning in life, actually. Well, yeah, of course. I was going to say about um, Golfie Sigurdsson, you know, the Everton footballer that's being arrested for child sex charges. I think it's a bit cruel they've put him in the newspapers and Fabian Delph got put in, but then they've retracted that because he got, that it's been shown that it wasn't him. But Golfie Sigurdsson has been named in that. And I think surely you're Golfie until proven innocent. Hey! Oh, he is. Oh, shit. Yeah. Let's try and do a, a summary. 
so the universe goes on forever okay this is my understanding um uh, it doesn't appear to be an end to the universe it's a very mysterious thing it's just this ever <laughs> ongoing mass of just don't, just goes on forever, right? And when I was a kid, I it's used to think, expanding. Yeah, and it's expand, and it's constantly expanding. And but what's after? I used to think, okay, so you've got all the black stuff, you've got all the black blackness of space, and with your dot of stars, whatever. So what's outside? What's outside of that? And I used to think there was a big white thing outside of the universe. But then that, obviously that would be the universe as well. That would be some sort of universe. Um, there's even a Warner Brothers cartoon actually when I was a kid watching it where. He goes into space, and then Daffy Duck goes outside. Like Bugs Bunny is animating him as he's like he's on the page, and Bugs Bunny's rubbing him out and uh, drawing different scenarios for him and everything. And he ends up rubbing out everything, and he's just in this whiteness. And Daffy Duck's just stuck in this whiteness. And I thought, I thought the outside of the universe was like that. But anyway, now I think it just yeah, it goes on forever. But for me, that's why I didn't understand about not existing. Like so, if, if everything just goes on forever, that's why I think that everything may be possibly be just a spiral, and that we all do exist on some sort of maybe on some sort of reincarnation thing but not I think I don't know not reincarnation reincarnation could make sense in, that, in the spiral sense that everything go, just goes round there's no if you know what I'm saying if there's if, if you've got a line well no it's I'm trying to explain infinity it doesn't make any sense and what I'm trying to say if you can't if you tell me where the universe ends I'll tell you where I end if you know what I mean my existence my being since I've become into, I know you massive cock <laughs> <laughs> you end at the tip of your penis <laughs> I think that's all we've come to the conclusion we've come to <laughs> so to wrap this the chat up about so if anyone was worried about things like that yeah. is Greg just wants to go and fuck loads of dead bitches no. <laughs> massive heaven heaven cock and he will be raped in a way but it won't be raped no I want to go as soon as he grabs him talk to lots of ladies and, no, and talk to yeah and talk to loads of cool dudes as well wow lots of sex with women uh, yeah so what's um, your next subject this week then Greg uh, well, well, well no I just, I just wanted to finish up with the because I didn't get to that point earlier I started trying to read out with a poem about religions, your I read out the Christianity thing badly. But you read loads of different religions now. No, yeah, no only a couple of a couple. Of, I'm not going to go through all the obvious ones like Judaism and Islam and all the rest of it because Islam is very similar. Except that the forty virgins thing. Well, they, do you know the forty? They, the men get forty virgins. Whatever. Well, they're all yes. Abrahamic and, religions, aren't they? That's why they're similar. Yes, but then uh, yes. yes, yes, they are. Chris, so uh, Muhammad or whatever, but and the Judaism that was all founded in 762 or something. So and they were actually following yeah. Christianity before that, and then it was sort yeah. of an offshoot branched off or whatever but so Judaism is obviously Christianity but without Jesus Abrahamic but yeah they just get out, they just get rid of the Jesus bit and just don't want to talk about him for some reason um, Buddhism is kind of is like yeah so what do Buddhists so what do Buddhists think about the afterlife uh, so they that's think Nirvana you're... isn't it well, my, my theory on that I've got a theory on that one because yeah. I'm a Buddhist is that the reincarnation is just you being it's not you being born as your personality again it, reincarnation is us coming back again and again when it says you come back there is no you to come back cool. so when humans are born again it's just you being born again as a human being being born again and again and again according to Buddhism a Buddha who has attained a state of enlightenment is the only one who gets to enter Nirvana the highest state of perfect peace and happiness where one's individual suffering and desires do not exist yeah that's me Though those who fail to achieve nirvana are reborn immediately after their death where they receive another body that's you greg so um, kurt cobain so that, that's so Hind and hindus hinduism's pretty similar to that rastafarianism obviously is a fairly new religion so they think uh haile selassie is god and he was and i'm like mm. fucking god was only born in like 1970 uh, 1900 or whatever like uh, yeah i was i was just going to say like um the, an interesting fact about buddhism is they didn't so um Alexander the Great, obviously, that 
great Macedonian conqueror, went over there, went over Persia, um, and went all the way to the Indus Valley, actually, conquered all that area. But that's where the, you know, you see um, depictions of Buddha or and that, um, that's where that came from. It came from the Greek art of making statues, and that's when where that came from. And it feels really weird because you always think of Buddhism as being really ancient philosophy, but actually Alexander the Great was before Buddhism came round. Yeah, yeah. And then they used bits from the Greek, classical Greek sculptures and that to then carry forward like Buddhism and all the offshoots of it. Rastafarianism is a relatively new religion that is growing very fast, especially among communities that embrace the use of marijuana. And you can identify a faithful by the colours he or she wears and how he or she takes care of their hair. Rastafarianism has its roots in Jamaica and the movement dates back to the 1930s. According to this religion, the once emperor of Ethiopia, Haile Selassie, was their god incarnate, a faith that did not shake even when he died in 1975. According to some Rasta... All the believers will experience immortality. That's what it says. According to some Rasta, all the believers will experience immortality through the process of reincarnation, and they believe in heaven as getting back to the Garden of Eden, which, according to them, is in Africa, which does make sense. But there's some fucked up ones out there. So have you heard of this? Uh, so Kim Jong-il's own religion. Yes. Uh, Jush. It's called Jush. Yeah, I've heard it of that. makes you perfect at golf. Jush is the newest religion on this list, and the ide- ideology behind it makes it a social political organisation as well as a religion. Jush adherents worship Kim Il sung, North Korea's first dictator, who also rules as the eternal president. Kim Il sung's son, Kim Jong il, who ruled as his father's surrogate, and Kim Jong Soko, the wife of Kim Il sung. Jush was fashioned after Christianity, with those people representing that religion's trinity, positions held by God the Father, Jesus Christ, and Holy Spirit in Christianity. Jewish believers believe that when they die, they go to be with their dictator president forever. So that's cool. They get to live with Kim Jong-il, that head. Have any of you heard of uh, Epicureanism? No. That was, that's, that's 300 years older than Christianity, apparently. Um, unclear number of believers uh, in Greece. Epicureanism believes in many gods, but none of them takes notice of what human beings are up to. The believers here think that everything, including their gods and souls, is made up of atoms. Which is, that's fucked up, you know what I mean? Mm. Ahead of its time. That sounds like ahead of its time. Did they yeah, call yeah. it yeah. Ams? Um, no wonder the Christians got rid of that one. Furthermore, according to Epicureanism, there is no afterlife, no such, uh, uh, so nothing like reincarnation, heaven or hell exists to them. When an individual dies, the believers here believe that the soul also dissolves and that becomes the end of them. And that's what you guys are, be- are kind of believers of, are you? The, um, the other thing is, the other question or th- you could ask is how do they know? And it's normally either because a prophet has told them, God's given down. them tablets. Yeah, no, no, but how was passed down from who? Stories. Well, how does religion pass down? No, 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 no. I mean, what the afterlife is. Yeah. So you can only get it from speculation well, or from someone coming back to life, like flatliners. Well, they don't know, do they? It's their belief. That's what they believe. Yeah, where does belief come from? So I'm saying some yeah. religions say it's angels told them. Con some religions, religion, yeah, yeah no, obviously. So I'm saying there's the question. Where do they get it from? What I was going to say is like with Christianity, the reason Christianity is so successful is it has transplanted itself over over local beliefs wherever it's gone and adopted them. And then with the commercialization and like capitalist principles, that's spread through the 20th century. So there's, it's become much more like, has, um, well, I can't think, homogenetic really. Homogenous. Homogenous, that's exactly the word. Um, so it's, it's then, it's so like most of the, the holidays, and we've said these sort of 
bollocks things before, but holidays, traditions that we think of the Christian traditions are actually like pagan traditions. And because if you go to, um, say, a country in Southeast Asia that's quite Catholic, like the Philippines, they their form of Catholicism, although it does align with um, the papal church, it also does take in local elements to it as well because that's what it did in terms of like spreading it and um you know giving it a bit of credibility within the local communities you've i mean yeah that that sort of happened with voodoo as well but you sort of you have skipped over when there was like the the equivalent of the space race where the spanish and portuguese were going different directions around the world and either adopting or wiping out local communities so you either get the bible and we take your gold or we kill you <laughs> I reckon, there you go. I reckon yeah. in a thousand years' time there'll be a, a new religion based on Harry Potter, and people will think that Harry Potter was real, and he's like he was like a Jesus type figure. They won't think it was all fake. They'll think he was there was actually a person called Harry Potter. But that'll be when all the billionaires and their families are living on the moon. So get this. So so I talk, touched on the Greeks and everything Zeus and earlier. So the Greco-Romans, who sort of shared a weird faith together. Um, who believed yeah. in Zeus and everything. Well, it's like Jupiter, Zeus. <coughs> yeah. yeah. And Eros yeah. and what's yeah. well, like an equivalent of each god, didn't they? Eros and Cupid. Or um, yeah, so they believed in a paradise, uh, paradise-like place called Olympic Pantheon on Mount Olympus where gods such as Zeus lived and decided the fate of humanity. The people who lived a good life and were constantly in the minds of the living enjoyed sunny pleasures of the Elysium. So Elysium was he- the heaven place. Those forgotten wandered eternally in the bleakness of Hades. So you had to do something... Actually, I mean, if you were just a normal bloke, basically, you go to Hades. Because I thought Hades was like hell, but it's not. If you're just a normal person, you'd go to Hades. And then if you're wicked, you'd fall into the pit dark pits of Tartarus, which is another extension of Hades. So I did like so, the old films where it was like the gods looking down onto the pla- onto the planet Earth and going, oh, should we save this one? Yeah, oh, no, yeah, he, yeah. Looks, he looks like, like a champion. Of Titans. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. It, um, it was a more spiteful, it seemed to be a more spiteful god, but maybe... Yeah, and Zeus should be like, god. I'm going to go down and no, fuck he that woman. for that. Yeah, he was known for like um, giving in to his carnal pleasures. Yeah. He was yeah. like, that's exactly. why, like Hercules. Maybe, maybe I'm more, um, and then you're Zeus like. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm more Greco Roman. And then Christian. And then when your wife finds out you're having an affair with a human, she turns him into a horse or a yeah. bull or something. And then you can exactly. still fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, you fuck it anyway. <laughs> Does it mention the god, god of catalogues, Argos? Hey, Argos. Bong bong. That was one. That's right. Uh, yes, Tartarus. So or... yeah. Tartarus is even worse than Hades. In conclusion, all I really want to say is, and you've heard me say this a lot, is nobody really has got their shit together. We're all hurting, we're all learning, we're all growing in different ways. Live, keep laugh, going. Love. Live, laugh, love, guys. Live, laugh, love. Final I've thoughts. got a religious joke. Final thoughts. I wrote a religious joke this week. Um, if habits take three months to form, why is it that monks walk around in potato sacks? That's almost as good as my Argos one. That's <laughs> uh, true. <laughs> so we've, we've got no answers. So I, I like to believe that there is something in, uh, more to this life because this life seems what, like a bit... like the boy's skin fell off? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's more to this life than it's mortal coil, yeah. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> So in conclusion, <laughs> in conclusion, I believe the same as the boy's skin fell off. Yes. Okay, and, and in conclusion, you guys, what do you believe? Nothing. No, we said what we believe. We've... So nothing that you never actually said. You just went. You I believe speak. in. You waffled on some shit that you'd heard off someone else say and tried to say it as your own. Everything I hear wrong. is what someone else has said. Fucking hell! Have a I'm thought. a conduit for other people. I'm a vessel. Greg's just going to wrap up with his Good. final thoughts about the afterlife. Over to you, Greg. Uh, well, no, no, I, well, I've got no thought. I mean, yeah, I think there might be one. 
<laughs> cool. D- did you think we I, were going to solve you know it? I'd like. I would love it if we could come back to this. Yes, in no, like we can. a couple of months and say, do you feel any different now, Greg? You've 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 banned yourself from masturbation for a month, <laughs> and you would decide to read a book a day. And and do and do you feel different? I'm, I'm I think you there. should follow a religion once a month. Follow a different religion. I'm getting there because the, the beliefs I said tonight, right? That's not that's how I have thought about it up until recently. Say my my views on love and etc. and all the rest of it and being yeah and all that shit has, have changed. I think I don't know. So well, yeah, about your coffee theory. shop reheats. You still going to do that? Yes. <laughs> so Chris, what do you think? Because uh, you come from um, a Catholic uh, background of torture. What do you think would be the best way to stop? Let's not use Greg's name. Someone, let's say, from <laughs> masturbating. Do you think spikes coming out of his penis like a cactus, or spikes coming out of his palms? I think um, s- gluing sandpaper to his hands. Semen retention is very good for your mental health. <laughs> yeah, oh, why are you licking I, your I lips when you're saying that? After a while, it's not practical. It's not practical. Uh, you can't you hold it in your mouth forever, teeth. Barry. I mean, it's good for you. I think it's better for your eyes because uh, zinc. Well, it's not better for my better eyes. For I wear glasses. <laughs> That's, That's why you wear glasses. <laughs> that isn't the teaching of the Catholic Church, by oh. the way. <laughs> they say the exact opposite. Because they do say that when you discharge your seed, that's your life force. So every time you ejaculate, you're getting rid of your life force. That's a bit of your soul. So I've got no soul. Oh, yeah, no, I got that completely wrong. You <laughs> were saying no if you left. don't wank, you'll see better, didn't Mate, you? Mate, I was just going to say, regular wanking is actually really good because it keeps your testosterone levels up because you have to keep producing it so your body still thinks you've, you're... Um, you're in your reproductive stage. So you've got, I think, a daily discharge at the very least. Try and get two yeah. in. You've got you're actually what, doing yourself A daily discharge. Benefits. I totally disagree with that. I think that's the worst thing you do. You probably don't produce enough to, like, sperm to do well, that's that. that's why I'm a, feminine, <laughs> I'm a very feminine man. <laughs> you've probably got way too much You've got to clean to, out your pipes regularly. Have you ever seen a gutter <laughs> in the winter? Do you th- that's probably what your cock hole looks like. <laughs> no. So, yeah, it really brought uh, home to me the latest, uh, what was it, we had that monsoon recently. It really brought me home. <laughs> I should wank more as all this moss is flying out the room. Hmm. I really should. Oh, I've really got to do that daily discharge. Oh, sorry guys, got to do my daily discharge. I'd, occasionally, <laughs> if I don't, if I miss a discharge, a daily discharge, then it does make it an extra good discharge the next day. Well, well that's why you should two days daily discharge. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing it have for you, any longer than that. Have you that's done disgusting. one today? Yeah, I've done two today. <laughs> I'm on two today. I'm on two today. No problem. <laughs> Not much out there now. Out there. I'm having one now. The last twenty minutes. I'm just slightly rubbing my cum cord now. <laughs> Maybe you should watch that film. All dogs go to heaven. Uh, again, uh, um, great film. Great to movie. Do a lot of bit more research about heaven. Yeah. What about Michael Landon? He did some good stuff, didn't he? He did. Did he do? When he was walking around, some the highway, highway to heaven. Highway, or it was like just called Highway, wasn't uh, it, or something? There's another good film about heaven with Albert well, he Brooks had, in the it. The guy with the beard. The, he, was, he was helping the guy with the beard, wasn't he? He was an angel. The guy you talking about. The, he was oh, the angel. Yeah. He was like from Little House That's on the, the Prairie. prairie. Yeah, yeah. Highway, highway to Heaven. Bonanza, and Highway to Heaven. It was Highway to Heaven. Highway to Heaven. I always thought Highway to Heaven was a fucking. Uh, 
I always get confused with Highway and because there was a show called Highway as well, but I thought Highway to Heaven was like yes. a Carol, a Carol show. So it was a Scottish yeah, rubbish yeah. one. There's a film that I want to watch about Heaven. It's got 97 percent on Rotten Tomatoes from 1991. I've never seen it. Um, 83 percent audience score, and it's an Albert Brooks film called Defending Your Life. I've seen that. And are oh, you seen it? Have you? Yeah, yeah. Where he's died and he's got hit by a bus. Yeah. And he discovers the afterlife must defend the actions on Earth in order to ascend yeah, to higher plane that. existence. That's actually quite good. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've got it on my phone, but I haven't watched it yet. Um, Alan Brooks made mm. some wicked films and you don't really hear about him anymore. What's like, the one with the David Niven one? No. That's a famous one. That, uh, oh, the plane, the, the black and white one. Matter of Life, Life and Death? Yeah, that's it. Yes, it. Yes, yeah. That's, uh, yes. And yeah, yeah. There's Frank uh, Capra, has he done? I'm going to try and watch that. So what's the angel one with Nick... Uh, Oh, what's the angel guy? Yeah, yeah, with, no, that's not, that's not really the afterlife, is it? That's no. fucking Clarence or whatever. That's What's the one with no, Brad Pitt and Jimmy, Anthony Hopkins? Jimmy Stewart. Oh, we get where he gets killed car. and then God goes into it. I just realised that there was a pre-Wonder Woman one. God goes into his body and he fucks that really nice looking bird. Meeting Joe Black or something. Yeah, Meet Joe Black. Meeting yeah, Joe, yeah, Black, meet Joe Black, yeah. yeah, yeah. Claire Flan. Yeah, 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 God goes out. into a dead man's body and bangs that um, bird it's in the swimming pool. Oh, is it death? Brad Pitt's death. Well, yeah, it's still afterlife, though, isn't it? It's still yeah, afterlife, yeah. yeah. But they had to go at Wonder Woman for doing it. What about Monty Python, oh, yeah. Life, where Graham Chapman does a song about heaven? That's good. You oh, yeah, yeah. That? That's quite a cool. <laughs> Maybe death is God. That's and he goes, I didn't even eat the fish. He goes, you're fucking dead now, you Americans, so shut up. We, I, let me tell you this, and you tell me this, you're dead now, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> Now I can go back to all those comic book misogynists on YouTube and go, yeah, it has happened before. Meet Joe Black. Talking about misogyny, um, what do you reckon about, have you seen the thing about those Norwegian volleyball team and how they were told they were fined in the Olympics because they wouldn't wear the bikini bottoms and they're wearing shorts. Yeah, so they got ridiculous. fined. They were like, fine, we'll get fined for it then. And Did then they win? Everyone, and it was the, blo- yeah, it was the blokes as well. It was the blokes in their bikini bottoms. No, it's the women in their bikini bottoms. And they're, they're saying, we, well, there's nothing to do with a sport, us wearing bikini bottoms. So they're wearing like skin tight shorts, obviously. It's still well, they wore cycling shorts. They wore like, cycling shorts, didn't they? But then they said it's actually in the rules it, yeah. that they have to wear little knickers. They do, yeah. Women have to wear little knickers in the Olympic rules. Ooh. It's. Um, so, what, without shorts? Yeah, no, they can't wear shorts They've in the volleyball. Shorts, they have yes. to wear little bikini knickers, otherwise oh, they get penalised. Here we go. I'm a heaven? volleyball player. He says to the you know I like a lot. You know I like music, don't you? And I was telling tell you about that um, oh, yeah. new guy who did that song that sounded like David Bowie the other week. Oh, yeah. So there's apparently there's a new guy in the charts <laughs> called Bailey Lake. And uh, they've got a song called When Times Get Hard and people are calling him the new Billy Ocean. So have you heard Bailey Lake, When the Times Get Hard yet? It goes like this. <laughs> when the times get hard, oh. we get going. Oh, when the times... Oh. Sounds oh, like that. Billy Ocean. Now you reckon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does a bit. Oh, yeah. When the times get hard, we the hard get going. Time, time, timer. Egg timer. Oh, that sounds like a hate crime to me. We get harder. Yeah. Oh, dear. I noticed, so I um, was, I've got a book with some of my notes and no one probably believes that I have any notes because it's just random shit that comes out. <laughs> but I was I was going to my notes and it flipped open on the football um, episode that we did 
in like episode 70 something or that yeah and it had the list of the england team that i made up so they had names that were things oh yeah Can you remember oh, me yes. doing that yeah yeah that was the actual team that started the tournament and played the first two games. Did you have Rice in there? Even there was one player that I did, yeah I had Rice in there. Yeah. I didn't have the goalkeeper. I had Pope in there instead. Oh, right. um, but the rest of it was the England. It was wow. the football team that. Yeah. Have you sent it to South? Have you sent it to Southgate yet? And said I was well ahead of you, mate. I well think I did. Yeah, that was my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I was thinking, um, if you actually saw when Bezos went up in his cock rocket, yeah. did you see what they did when they actually got into suborbital space? It did look like one of the just, straight vibrators, didn't it? Like, it did. Yeah. But when they actually got into their weightlessness state, where you could actually see the curvature of the planet and all that, they all looked at each other and threw M and M's into each other's yeah, mouth. No, skittles or skittles, oh, yeah. Just... But they didn't look out the window, so I reckon that was pre-recorded. Was and they actually, it, you could of be right. Of course it they, was, mate. Yeah, yeah. Of course it was fucking pre-recorded. Hey, anyone want a Skittle? Yeah, it was Skittle, the, anyone? It was the billionaire Bezos brothers who most people would have hoped that the spaceship blew up. So they took a couple of plot armour with them, didn't they? The youngest person ever to go into space. The and, oldest, and the yeah. oldest woman who used to work on NASA. So that would then people would go, oh, I feel bad for hoping that blows up. Well, she was part of the misogyny programme, which didn't let fucking women... <laughs> yeah. plot armor, also, they? What I found was weird about that rocket, like the amount of money they spent on it going up. But the, the chairs, I don't know if you noticed, but the chairs they were sat on were monoblock chairs like garden you know those plastic garden chairs everyone has like they're called monoblock yeah. chairs oh, okay. but they're the chairs they were sat on in the rocket oh, right. so Branson had like proper leather I don't know what they're called proper, proper leather chairs. a virgin chair but maybe that's when you were saying that obviously because it's pre-recorded yeah they're all sat on like garden chairs like normal white plastic garden chairs in the a green room rocket. the and old the, lady that went up yeah so she was yeah she wasn't allowed to go up and she was she's a fully trained astronaut wasn't she they didn't just go like I'll oh, pick some old lady and yeah, go, yeah. yeah you'll do like no they, she she had a right to go up there like yeah did she, you see the she missed up. out before you she know like because um, he went up with his brother didn't didn't he yeah so did you see the bit you know where they were floating about did you see where they both spit roasted the old lady him and his brother <laughs> <laughs> look at coming coming zero gravity coming zero gravity looks really strange don't you think Bro? this is what you have to do if you want a free ride in space well you see like because when his oh, cow I my brother's spooge in my mouth when his cowboy hat went up and you could then <laughs> there was no green screen and you could just see all the people in the background filming <laughs> He's the kind of person that has a Sunday Kubrick. roast on a weekday. Uh, who is? Me? No, Bezos. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Bezos and me. Did you hear his speech when he got back down? Billionaire's roast, they call it. He came back down and, with no sense of irony, thanked all the Amazon customers and workers for making it possible for him yeah, to go yeah. into suborbital that's, space. I think that's just me during lockdown, like, <laughs> the amount of shit I bought. <laughs> But you, yeah, well, maybe you were pissed. And the, and the TV, I've watched, I've probably watched, I paid for that just by watching all fucking every single show on Stars, just because I'm paying for it. I don't have to stop paying for it. I'm like, well, I've signed up now, but it has got all the best shows on a big, um, um, Prime. A big thing they're hoping now is um, they're going to push Amazon. So Amazon have always been about, um, have always been behind, but not really put their full might against um, the legalization of cannabis. And there's a lot of stuff online at the moment. It's like, right, you've now done that. You've done the gone into space stuff, Bezos. Yeah. Now push all your legislators for fully, like, federalise, um, like, de decriminalising yeah. it and le legalising it wholly across the country. And there's a feeling they will do that because 
as soon as that argument was put online, there was people counter-arguing, going, we don't want Amazon delivering our weed. You're going to homogenise yeah. this system in a way that we don't really want it to go, actually. It should be local growers and that. But I was like, fucking hell, you know, Amazon Prime. Imagine if they, you could, what, like, deliver... If they could deliver the weed oh, to God, you. Oh, God, yeah. Fuck, homogenise it. I fucking, I mean, if they can, yeah, fuck that. I'd, I'd be all over that. I'll pay an extra £10 a month. Yeah, absolutely. Just fucking for that so, delivery. For that so service. maybe Bezos has been going up. That was all faked. And he's gone up to the space station to speak to the aliens about how he can deliver stuff just before you thought you needed it. That's a good idea. That's the future it? of delivery. Amazon so. just sells different shaped plastics. <laughs> Hmm? Amazon just sells <laughs> different shaped plastic that all goes in the sea. It's as simple as that, really. Yeah. End of days. <laughs> I don't know if anyone watched the Euros uh, the other week with the England team when they didn't want to see the Euros, but I think we spoke about uh, that last week. Uh, no, no, no. I was no, thinking about that? this, yeah, when I was watching the football. If you were from the past, right, so say you've got back <laughs> in time and you came into the future to watch like a modern football match, you know, like around the pitch, all the adverts that change all the time were different stuff like they move and they say stuff that would blow your mind wouldn't it you wouldn't be able to concentrate on the match because you'd be too busy looking at those adverts thinking wondering how they do that yeah as you brought it back to the football I just wanted to say I was laughing last week when I was editing the podcast because you were very like impassioned about the football talking about it uh, Chris mm. was I was listening to back and he said about you, you referred to our players as young spunkers some of them as young spunkers the younger players as young spunkers he said oh well young spunkers and then about two sentences later he said they should be playing with gay abandon I don't know why that's funny but it's just because the use of young spunkers and gay abandon so, but I just thought uh, no but no one picked up at the time but when I listened to it back I found it funny and then uh, me and my mate have been talking about it and we found it funny anyway we thought we were thinking about it since then we figured that Gareth Southgate should have changed he should have, his, his team talk should have been something a bit more like Chris's and he should have gone in there at half time here we go go on then <laughs> no I mean yeah just go on let's hear this free spunkers on his shirt go on. Harry put your teeth back in <laughs> Harry put your teeth back in start talking to people young spunkers more gay abandon it looks like you're playing not everything depends on it Forget about everything. Gay abandon. They don't like spunkers. it up them. <laughs> they don't like it up them, remember? I love that. I like the way... Um, uh, um, do you remember Kirsty McCall? Yeah. She was very... <laughs> she was ahead of her time, wasn't she? Do you remember that song she'd sung, Thank You for the Gays? I thank you for the gays. Oh, those lovely gays. Those beautiful gays in the gay club. When you say ahead of her That's time, was she ahead? Uh, yeah. head... Is that what you want? Is yeah. that what was part one? <laughs> I bet you a quid he does the joke <laughs> I thought I weren't going to say. Go on, go on, let him go. Uh, I was going to say, when you say she was ahead of her time, don't you mean she was ahead in a speedboat? Yeah, that's what, no. I, that's what I was going to go it was with. A jet, was it, it was a jet ski, yeah. but yeah, I had the same thought. It was a jet ski, I, was, I, 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 I thought that pressure. as well, but we didn't, yeah. none of us said it. And I thought, that's inappropriate. Yeah, and it is, and it's wrong. <laughs> and that's why none of us said it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome again to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. So lovely of you to be here yet again this week. We are live from Chippingham in Kent at the Royce 
Valley Village Hall. Thank you for coming to the Royce Valley Village Hall for the Brown Bear Comedy Club. And it's lovely to see you all here, uh, free, without any mask, without any social distancing. And that's a beautiful thing to see your faces again. So we've got some great acts for you to, this evening, uh, tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So without before we begin, let's just get the begin and let's get them on the stage. So before we start, let's start. That's something I like to do now to keep us all acting and keep us all going. So put your hands together and give a lovely big warm welcome to Normanization, ladies and gentlemen. Normanization. Thank you, thank you. What a time to be alive. I don't know if you've been watching this week, but Ricky Tiki Sunak saying poverty is going down is a lovely opportunity to talk about human trafficking. But my main point is that it isn't. And he just said it is. If only jobs were that easy. When your boss calls you into the office because your figures are down, just turn that frown upside down and say they aren't. In fact, you're doing really well and you deserve a raise. What a time to be alive. If the Olympics happens and nobody watches, does that still make it a super spreader event? No. Do you ever have one of those days where you ring in sick? with one of those croaky voices and then realise you're a self-employed Olympian desperate for sponsorship money. What a time to be alive! (laughs) There was some good news this week. I saw the headline, Katie Hopkins axed. Labour MP Dawn Butler was ordered to leave the House of Commons today for saying Boris Johnson has lied over and over again. He has, of course, but you're not allowed to say it, like the Emperor's new lies. So at least you got a lovely afternoon off, at least. What time to be alive? (laughs) Boris Johnson isn't really doing U-turns. He's just an idiot in a clown car on a roundabout that looks like Chucky dressed for a court appearance. (laughs) Newspapers clamoured to get quotes from COVID survivors or, or bereaved family members. One said, It's like the government have learned nothing since Barnard Castle. The newspaper made that up, probably. But it's not like that, though, is it? It's exactly that. It's always been that. Here's a thought for you. If we all die and go to hell, at least there will be plenty of company, and it will be just like Facebook. I've been hypernormalisation. What time to be alive? Oh, nature's all an absolutely yeah. hilarious stuff there. Hypernormalisation. It's loved by everyone. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, so without further ado, we're not going to have a little break yet. We're going to get another big act on. Now, this guy's prepping for his Netflix specials. This is all new material. Uh, you've seen him a few times. I'm not sure if you've ever seen him before, but please, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to Mr. Stephen Ladybird. Stephen Ladybird. Woo! Woo! Come on. Hello, my name is Stephen Ladybird. I do jokes and poems and short tales, actually, about insects and the wildlife. Um, So, only last week I was here. Doesn't time fly? Um, What have I been doing, (coughs) Termite? Um, i tell you what I was doing. I um, was working on a film this week with uh, Dennis Grasshopper. Um, It's a movie I'm working on. so anyway Dennis Grasshopper is true to his name and we went for a smoke uh, but he started whiteying so he didn't put himself together until I could get him to beehive <coughs> wasp um, <coughs> thrips uh, I only like things that have metamorphosized. I like them fully metamorphosized I don't like the pupae stage I've said that before I don't like worms and maggots 
So, you know, Glitter, the Glitter Band were a good band, but when he metamorphosized, he was a horrible man. You know, you don't like... Oh, I'm going to like this guy. He's a he's a pro wrestler. He presents Top of the Pops. He makes people's dreams come true. He also fingers dead people. Um, I feel the same way about Coldplay and pulled pork. So, um, like I said, insects, I like... There's 26 orders of insects, but the vast majority of them belong to only eight of those, and they also relate to comedy audiences. So bogs and halfwings are like pond stuff, like those guys at the back over there. Um, aphids, cicadas, they feed on sap. So again, those guys at the back should be careful. Uh, dragonflies and damselflies, they're irritating, but they're temporary. So they're a bit like a, a good-looking bird at a comedy club. You know, they don't often appear, but when they do, they draw all our attention. Um, crickets, grasshoppers and locusts, they provide the background noise, the odd heckle. That's, uh, that's okay. Um, fleas, mosquitoes and gnats, they're always feeding. They're up for a drink. They go to the toilet. They're all those buzzing about. Bees, wasps and ants, they're the pollinators. They're essential. They're the core comedy aficionados um moths and butterflies they're majestic but until you get trapped with one and they can be a bit boring and then the beetles they're my favorite because um, i love hey jude and blackbird um so i'll do some poems uh i've got widget fidget on my digit sorry that's my pet flea the tickly guy walking on me i picked him up was calming a cat, or let's be honest, it could have been where I sat. That's a story about not always wearing trousers. Um, I've got one a shrew. I once had a shrew who wore tissues in his shoes, as they were too loose. Um, that's a very short one, but shrews are quite small. Um, I've also been working on a character. Um, this character's called Caterpillar Joe. Now, Caterpillar Joe only does jokes about humans. <laughs> right, you all right? I'm Caterpillar Joe, and I found out that statistically, 95% of commercial plane crashes have a female pilot involved. Boo! I hate jokes about humans. Uh, okay, um, I guess if you're only going to pay them 70%, 77%, of the, what the male pilots get paid, then you can't be expecting of them to do 100% of the flight. Uh, rubbish! Rubbish! Um, I suppose, so from my perspective as a passenger, if you, uh, if you went on a plane and you see the parachutes might have a H&M tag, um, well, I wouldn't be getting on that plane. Boo, rubbish. More things about insects. Anyway, so um, I get very sick of human jokes, but I do like hip-hop. I do like music. You know, I used to just be into rock music and listen to things like Weevil Rock You. Or, um, But as I got on, I got more into, like, Public Enemy and uh, Mike the Power. I also like the Ghetto Boys, you know, mind playing ticks on me. Uh, nothing but a bee thing, bee day. You know, one, two, three to the floor. Steaming lady board and widget at the door, ready to make an entrance. So back on up. Um, anyway, but there's one thing I do like hip hop, but I also hate certain people. And one of the people I hate is Chris Packham. So I've got this little um, 
poem about Chris Packham. I hope you'll abide. Pack them up, pack them in, let me begin. I don't kill bugs, to me that's a sin, but I wish he would own up. Packham mixes duck up. Now, what this is referring to is Packham is a bit of a shitbag, and he's known for that in the animal world, and he swapped a duck for an otter with Terry Nutkins. <laughs> Hence why Terry Nutkins lost his finger. It is only really known within TV circles. Um, so bedwork, longworm and voles, and the whole crew to act up, get up, stand up, even Blackbird, throw your wings up. Walk across the earwigs, uh, wake up all the earwigs to cross across the ceiling. Set the otter loose, let Chris know the feeling. Pack him down, pack him down, give Nutkins back his finger, pack him down, pack him down, give Nutkins back his finger, pack him down. Anyway, um... I've been Stephen Ladybird. Um, thank you very much. Whoa, thank you very much. That was Stephen Ladybird there. Was that Yellen. really him? That was in a magnificent set, and that you'll be seeing that soon on Netflix. Hopefully, it'll be a lot more polished than that, and it'll be putting a lot more work into it. But absolutely amazing stuff there from Stephen Ladybird, ladies and gentlemen. So, without further ado, we're going to have a little uh, fourteen-minute break, and then we'll be back with the next, the final two acts and our headline act. Excellent. So here we are. We're back now, ladies and oh. gentlemen, with the next act and the next act. Are you having a shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It will be 40 minutes. <laughs> so you've had your shits, you've had your drinks, you've had your giggles, you've had your laughs in your back. So sit the fuck down, shut up. We've got some more acts coming up. Sorry to sound a bit harsh, I'm just trying out something new. So I'm Stephen Compare. This is the Brown Bear Comedy Club. And we've got another great act for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Mike. No, is, is your name Mike? No, it's Stephen Compare. Has it, it always been it's Stephen? It's always been Stephen Compare, I'm sure mate. it's been Mike. Is You've it? been here before, mate. Uh, yeah, I just always thought your name's Mike. I, I, I know someone who looks a lot like you who says his name's Pipe always Pipe down, Mike. mate. Pipe down. Okay, sorry, mate. Pipe down. So, ladies and gentlemen, with the next time, without further ado, it's Chirpy Charlie. You haven't seen this guy before. He's new on the scene. It's Chirpy Charlie. <laughs> Hello everyone, I'm Chirpy Charlie. Just tell you a little bit about myself. I had a bit of a scratchy problem, scratch card problem. Um, so I blew all my wages on scratch cards. Uh, and my wife kicked me out of the house and I was homeless for a few months. Uh, but as I was homeless, I was going around all like soup kitchens and stuff like that. And I was entertaining everyone. I was just like making everyone feel good about themselves. And they said, you know what? Charlie you should get on stage and start doing jokes and doing a bit of comedy and that so I thought alright well I'll give it a go and uh, so here I am Chirpy Charlie that's my name Chirpin's my game so uh, I like to do uh, tell you a few things t tonight um, so has anyone ever done a scratch card Anyone here ever done a scratchy? Yeah, I've done. So I got one here. I'm just going to yeah, scratch yeah, this yeah. off. So I got a few. Well, I got. I brought a few scratchies. I love my scratches, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know about you, but I love my scratches. So I brought a few scratches with me on stage tonight. And what I wanted to do was have a little scratch, have a little scratch off, and see if we could win any money together. And I'd make a bit of fun out of it, make it a laugh. So I've spent about fifty quid on scratches tonight. And so I'm going to scratch a few off you live on stage, and let's let's go. So we'll do the first one, then I'll tell a joke. So here you go. Let's have a scratch. Nope, that's nothing on that one. Let's do another one. Nope, nothing again. Tension's palpable. Nope, nothing there. You should do the bingo ones. They take forever. 
No, nothing. Okay, well, we'll come back to them in a bit. That's three scratch cards done. I've got 50 quid's worth, so I've got another five scratchies. I buy the big ones, ladies and gentlemen, so I win more money. Like I said, I've had a bit of a rough life, but I'm turning it around. I'm chirpy Charlie. And everyone that sees me always says, Charlie, you know, you're a really happy guy. So they say to me, how do you stay so upbeat and so happy? And you know how I stay upbeat, ladies and gentlemen? I'm chasing the win. That's what I'm doing. I'm chasing that big win. And when I get that big win, my life will have turned around. So I'm going to earn 20 quid from tonight's gig. That's going on scratches. After done these scratches. And I'm going to win big. I promise you that. So no matter what people tell you, you can win, ladies and gentlemen. So I'll leave you with this thought before I go. You may lose everything. You may lose your house, your wife, your job. And you may not see your kids as much as you'd like to. But one thing that will not let you down, and that's your scratches. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Chirpy Charlie. Thank you. Woo! Thank you very much, Chirpy Charlie. When have you got any pork scratches at the bar? Thank you very much. Uh, no, it's, uh, uh, my name's Mike Compare. So thank you very much, Chirpy Charlie. That was Chirpy Charlie. And now we've got the big act of the night, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I had to call him down from the toilet because he had had a poo. But he's down now, and he is the big act. He's emptied his bowels. He's got a lot of jokes to go. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to the final act of the evening, Mr. Satin Nights. Satin Nights. All right. Good day. I mean, good evo. Sorry, being through that. <clears throat> good to be back. Third time. Third time with the brown bear. Not necessarily my last, but probably my, my last for a while anyway. <laughs> We'll get some new bikes in here, some new material. Okay, so uh, just before, where, where did we leave off last time? I can't remember. Um, I think I was going to something about dogs. Yeah, that's right. I was going to, I was going to talk, uh, I was going to talk to this bloke down the front about computer. Ga- well, I was going to pick on someone in the audience. I was going to do a bit of crowd work. That was right. Um, so I was going to pick on this bloke with the glasses down the front here. Um, well, I was going to ask him about. We'll get to that. Um, so. Uh, well, actually, I just want to say something about some people with glasses. I'm not just picking on him. Uh, I know what you're thinking. I'm a bully. I'm a bully, and I'm, I'm picking on the guy with glasses. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not stupid. Because statistically, a bloke with glasses is less likely to punch you back or to do anything like fight because they don't want to get their glasses broken, right? So that's why I'm picking on him. I'm not. A, I'm not a bully. I'm just a pussy myself, and I don't want to get in a fight. Uh, but unless this guy knows fucking kung fu or something. Do you know kung fu? No, I didn't think he did. He looked, he looks pretty, looks pretty weak. If I'm honest, okay. Sorry, mate. Uh, I don't. Want, it's not. It's not you. It's, but I, I just want to talk about people's glasses smell in general. So <laughs> <laughs> you glass the smell. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what I want to talk about. Actually, oh, it's a. Uh, it's the whole um, like people <laughs> thinking. You know, the people are like, oh, they've got glasses on. They're intelligent. They must be fucking intelligent because they've got glasses. Oh, he's a look at the brain because mm. he's intelligent. I mean, this guy. I don't know. He might be really intelligent I'm, I don't know I'm, I'm not he sure intelligent. I, 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 I'm, I'm saying he isn't even though he's got glasses but look that's bullshit right because that's that's based on the theory that's based on the theory so like have you ever seen that film Blind Man Fury with Rutger Hauer awesome film yeah. 80s film brilliant film so Rutger Hauer you know Rutger Hauer is he's the, he's the guy in Blade mm. Runner at the end like fucking I've seen things sea yeah. beams and all that shit you know talking to Harrison Ford yeah you know him anyway Hitcher he played Hitcher exactly fucking Hitcher this guy gets it the guy with the glasses yeah, he, yeah, he gets yeah. it he gets it the guy with the glasses okay right uh, right he knows okay anyway Rutger Hauer so 
Blind Man Fury. He plays this guy. He's blind. That's why it's called Blind Man blind Fury. Fury. That's where the blind the blind man blind comes Fury. in. But he's got Fury, so he walks around with a cane. But really, the cane's a fucking sword. So anyone gives him grief, he's like, fuck you! And he chops their fucking heads off or whatever, their hands, whatever. He's awesome. He's been taught in Vietnam for some reason. I don't know why they had fucking samurai swords in Vietnam. Anyway, uh, I think that's how it went. He learned from... He got taught... It's, a grenade went off or something. He got blinded and then a Japanese a swordsman teaches him swords in Vietnam or something like that. It didn't make sense. Anyway, but he was awesome. He's a fucking awesome sword guy. Blind man fury, right? So, and he learned because... He was, his eyes were gone. He could use his hearing. So his hearing kicked in. So he's got his really good fucking hearing. So he's like, right, I can hear you coming, mate. Off, off goes your head. I can hear you coming, mate. Whip. Off goes your foot. Whatever. Okay. So there's, there's this thing. So that's, okay, that makes sense. Completely blind, right? But for me, uh, people with glasses, they've just got, like, they're just genetically inferior. They've just got bad eyes. There's no extra brain they don't get a whole extra brain it's like oh they must be brainy mm. no you get like if you're completely blind one of your other senses kicks in or whatever just because you've got slightly shit eyes doesn't make you super clever uh, like this bloke this bloke's probably thick as shit he's probably just learned to tell the time you know <laughs> at least stinks like and he stinks the fact that he stinks so much uh, suggests to me that he's, he's probably not that bright he doesn't know what washing is uh, but he's got glasses so some people might mistake him for a clever bloke you know it's, it's kind of uh, cleverest if you will <laughs> it's uh, yeah <laughs> anyway, oh, <laughs> um, uh, more about the classes though. I forgot what I was talking about. I went off on a tangent. Um, I'm making a spectacle this year, mate. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to pick on him anymore anyway. Yes, okay, we've done him. Anyway, so I think tell he's us. speculating. Yeah, I'm not picking on him, I was picking on people with glasses, but no, some people with glasses are actually clever, and maybe that does actually work out. Anyway, do you play computer games, my friend? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you like the game Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, I've played it. It's good. Okay. Well, I've got a good idea for one. So you know where I'm from, right? West Point in uh, Australia. In Australia. That's right. But it's in the outback, so it's right in the centre of Australia. Like, you know, when you see it on the movies, like Picnic and Hanging Rock and all that shit. And what's that walkabout with Jenny Agutter? You know, she'd see her tits and all that. Oh, and the yeah. kit, he, could, he can't handle it, and he fuck, he doesn't get to fuck her, so he hangs himself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what were you, were you clapping that? That's oh, that's terrible. Okay. No, the tits. Uh, oh, the tits. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were clapping the, the poor Abbo kid hanging himself. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit, that bit. Right. Shit, I that bit back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I was thinking, um, I was thinking of a good game, Grand Theft Auto Outback, especially if you're at West Point, but. It'd probably have to be like a more of like a demo, like a filler version. Like so, you know, you know the early, you know the first time my friend don't you have to tell the women here about Grand Theft Auto. If they don't, I mean, I think they'd be familiar with the game, would you, ladies? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we played love it. it. Yeah, we've all played yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's no so women it's, here. Of, so it's a bit uh, sexist to me, misogynistic to assume that the ladies here wouldn't know what no Grand women. Theft Auto is. <laughs> what? There's no women. Oh, don't give the game away, mate. Oh, I, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, well, I thought. <laughs> okay, there's no fucking women here, so we all know what fucking Grand Theft Auto is, okay? So you know the early fucking levels, right? When you're just going, you're just doing fucking mundane shit. So I was thinking, the first level of uh, Grand Theft Auto, Auto uh, Grand, what the fuck? Grand Auto thought of the cunt back. Fucking shit! Grand Theft Auto Outback. <laughs> the first level of Grand Theft Auto Outback. Right, 
the first level would be me getting my dingo back from the vets because you're going to need him for a future mission because you know there's that one was the one that said you know he's got a dog and like you have to train your dog to do something anyway so oh, there's not much going on in the fucking outback there's not many levels there's not many le- there's not many things to do in the outback so the computer game would have to be constructed around me getting my dingo back in the first level okay I'd just go meet the vet get my dingo back quite mundane not much robbing I'd probably have to rob the local petrol there's only one petrol station and one bar so that would feature into it but then I was thinking you get the dingo back you use the dingo to steal someone's baby like a rich person's baby and that'd be like the end mission or something anyway as I said it's the, it's the fucking outback I don't know you come up with a better version anyway I'll be said nice good night well thank you very much ladies and gentlemen mostly said in the night that was satin nice absolutely amazing I do just want to point out the film isn't actually called Blind Man's Fury it's called Blind Fury Man, it's called Blind Man's Fury so, yes that's what I kept so saying it's called Blind Fury yeah, sorry. <laughs> I want to apologise for anyone who got Blind confused Fury. I was an audience member shouting out sorry what's this I, 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 I just want Sorry, that's what my little brother. Oh, nice. It's what my little brother used to call it. Uh, my little brother used to call it Blind Man Fury. Uh, I'm sorry, that it's called Blind Fury. Yes, he's absolutely right. <laughs> okay, so let's all right. ruin. <laughs> let's ruin Saturday night set there. Uh, so thank you very much. <laughs> oh, Jackamo will love that bit. Right, so settle down now. Thank you very much. So the comedians have gone back to the green room. They're all jerking each other off. So thank you very much for coming, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you had a lovely evening this evening. I hope you really enjoyed the show. Please be Great. safe getting Great. home. Please be safe when you get home. And remember, the disease is still out there. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's just we are not wearing masks anymore and we don't have to social distance. So just when you get it, please be careful. So ladies and gentlemen, have a great night. Good night. I've been Stephen Mike Compare. See you later. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. And that was this week's podcast. That's goodbye from me, Ben. Au revoir. I've been Gregoire. Oh, goodbye from Johnny Ribena and Chris.
Oh 